0: Tonight's broadcast will begin in approximately two minutes. To Coleman Community Radio's channel for Coleman County Sports. Tonight's broadcast will begin in about one minute and 30 seconds. to Coleman Community Radio's Coleman County Sports Channel. Tonight's broadcast will begin in about one minute. The Coleman Community Radio's online channel for sports in Coleman County. Tonight's broadcast will begin in about 30 seconds.
1: An exclusive presentation of the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. He's
2: got Frost on the pitch. He runs over the first man, lowers his shoulder, and pulls his way forward, dragging defenders back for about seven yards after initial contact. All lines up at the back. Field. They send a the man around, it's going to be a jet sweep. He takes it off the right side, got a hole, Great cuts loose, down to the 10, to a 5, touchdown! Jameson- Number four, Jamison go he's hitting the backfield. Big hit by guess who? Number 78, Carson Jennings. Frost bounces outside, he's across the third.
1: Baggy Sports Network, presented by 212 Insurance Group and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95.
2: The leaves are starting to change colors. Autumn is in the air. It's cold at night and in the early mornings. And this time of year all across North Alabama the fans of the teams are getting ready for the playoffs of high school football. Tonight we have a regional game between two teams, one of whom is celebrating homecoming. I'm talking about the Fairview Aggies and the Ardmore Eagles. I'm sorry, I meant to say Tigers, the Ardmore Tigers. One of these teams will come out on top. Will it be the unbeaten Aggies or the Tigers who are looking for a win? It's time to strap on the headgear and find out. It's time for Friday Night Live. I am Christopher Greer here at Dafford Smith Stadium joined by my partner in crime, Joseph Greer, and also one of my friends who coaches with me, and I'm talking about Corey Harris. Guys, it's great to have you here tonight. It's good to be here. Appreciate you. it. Yes, you know, I'm glad football was finally got here. I'm telling you, this time of year when football is played and it's kind of chilly just a bit, it's just right, because you know you can make chili, you can make all the soups and stuff you've been wanting to make, all and it's summer. and it's not sweaty and sticky and hot. Well, Kalia has joined the party. Good to see you, Kalia. She's from 212 Insurance Group. If this is a 212 Insurance Group pregame show, we should probably talk a little bit about the players of the week last week. And last week we had two of them. Uh, one of them was number 19, Barrett York, the other was number 50, and that would be Eric Gonzalez. And he had a pick six, six Dad, that was very pretty. It was. He laid back and watched the eyes of the quarterback. And when he started to let her go, he made his move and got there way before the receiver was in position. Well, we were watching the homecoming procession right now, and we actually have a Lamborghini parked down in front of us. Um that car was on a lot of young men's walls as posters. Uh you know, and they're getting all the people out from the procession. It's gonna be a big party here tonight. And right now not a whole lot of Ardmore people across the way, Dad. They didn't go through Tennessee and then come back into Alabama, you know, to come down to come down here and watch them play the Aggies. And now, usually as normal we are full. Right ready. But uh, maybe they're still on the road. It is a longer way than what you think it is when you start driving it. Oh, I know. We drove it last year, and uh, not a fun drive at all. No, it'd be real good to go now, though, so you can get you the Powerball ticket up there and win that umpteen billion. Right. Well, where we're at right now in the season, Fairview, of course, is 5-0. and oh. They're sitting atop the rankings uh, in Region 8 of 5A. Uh, joined by Russellville the University of Russellville uh, the other two teams that are primed to make a playoff run are Lawrence County and surprisingly Brewer Brewer has had a good season this year uh, currently right now I mean they're doing they're they're doing pretty well well you know you and I've talked about Brewer before in their decade-long rebuild. <laughs> But it's finally starting to pay off. Well, that decade-long rebuild kept being re-upped, and it was made into a four-decade-long rebuild. But it looks like it's starting to bear fruit now uh, because they're starting to win some football games. You know, at the bottom of our region is Ardmore, West Point, and East Limestone. Ardmore has won one game so far this year, and it's been a whole lot of uh, disappointment besides that. They beat Elkmont. And uh, that was a couple of weeks ago. But they've got losses to Brewer, West Morgan, West Limestone, Lawrence County. Um, and honestly, I think they're going to have one here tonight. If you break down the numbers, ardmores it's, they're having trouble scoring, but their opponents aren't. Okay, and that's the very definition of how to lose a football game. They're averaging 18.2 points per game while they're averaging giving up 31 points. And, Corey, you can't win football like that.
3: Well, well, obviously you want to score more than the other team um, and not give up. But it looks to me like, especially in the in the area per se, um, so far Fairviews only gave up thirty
2: five points. They uh, have in the area, and that's a I mean that's a strong statistic. Well, and if you look at the points for the season, they've only given up forty eight for the entire year, and twenty one of those was in that East Limestone game. They're averaging 9.8 points, you know, allowed per game. And, Dad, a defense giving up less than 10, that's going to be a strong team. It usually is. Not only do they rely a lot on their defense, but you tend to get the offense lifted up just by knowing that all they got to do is go out and play their game and get just a little bit of a lead because you're going to have that defense constantly chipping away. Well, you know, if you're talking about the defense for the Aggies, then what you're really talking about is the leader of that defense, and that's big number 64, Cale Foster, the middle linebacker, 5'11", 250 pounds. And he makes plays from sideline to sideline. He hit a guy in week one so hard that his soul left his body. Yeah, hey, that wasn't a a one-and-done thing either. Every week, he lays the lumber to somebody. And, you know, he he explodes right when he makes contact. I wouldn't want to get hit by him. Let's put it that way. No, no, I certainly wouldn't want to either. Uh, You know, he brings it. And every time – I mean, if you come across the middle, you do so at your own risk. Yeah. And if you're a wide receiver, does that start to play into your mindset, Corey? Well, it's got to. It's got to. And you you practice – Obviously,
3: that situation, you practice going across the middle, holding on to the football. But throughout the course of a game, that does tend to wear on your mind.
2: Well, I would say it definitely wears on your mind when you're looking at number 64 bearing down on you like a bull. Um, He he doesn't so much tackle people as he gores them. Uh, You know, you see them come completely off their feet and just land on the back of their heads. Uh, I wouldn't want to be hit by the man. No. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to make him angry. Uh, there's Michelle. Michelle, thank you so much for taking great care of us. Uh, oh, I'm not going to say that on the air. The FCA will get me. Uh, but we do have some information on the uh, great Aggie band. They've got a competition coming up. Hold on, just a second. I'm pulling up the info. It's going to be at Aniana tomorrow at 3:20. The Fairview Marching Band is going to go down there and take their excellence with them. They always, always do a great job. And Michelle takes care of the band, and she also takes care of us and puts up with me, which is not an easy thing to do. Uh, They are actually looking for a church or a business or some organization. To feed the Fairview High School band before their competition on October 21st. So, if you would be interested in getting some advertising done with your business and helping out a fantastic cause, contact us at the station and we'll put you in touch with Michelle and you can help out a great group of young people as they continue to take that music and spread it all around North Alabama. Michelle, thank you for everything you you do. do Roll tide. Okay. So, we, uh, if you couldn't tell, Michelle and I, we pick at each other a lot. Now, let's look at the, uh, Fairview schedule, Dad. So we started out the season against Columbia, and of course everyone knows that game was a bit of a debacle. Um, yeah. then we went on the road to face a tough priceful team that really, it's stung Fairview last year. And that priceful team got shut out 35 to nothing. How big was a win like that? Well, it was a, a big win, but you got to remember the last two years, Priceville's had some high-quality players there. Like a, I know of one that probably was being talked about it as a Division One prospect. Plus there were two or three others that I'm sure could have went, you know, Division Two. But uh, they're kind of depleted right now. They had a lot of young guys that were playing, which, you know, would – When you become a football player you're a young guy, you you get a chance to play. That's your big opportunity. You go out there and do the best you can. But, honestly, it's not really a good matchup when you're playing against seniors and people that's got some experience like Fairview did. So we turned the tables on compared to what happened last year. But, uh, you know, give them another two or three years when they mature and get a little bigger and a little stronger. We'll be back to the same thing, you know. Who's the baddest dog in the dog yard? Well, I I agree with you. And after that, they went to East Limestone. Uh, that was a game we were not at. We were calling the Hartsel Coleman game that week. East Limestone played them very tough, but in the end, Fairview was just too much for them fifty six to twenty one. After that, Good Hope came to town. And Good Hope, Good Hope usually plays very tough. You know when they're playing cross county rivals. We were just too much for a good hope team that was rebuilding at the time and beat them twenty eight to seven. But the big game was two weeks ago at West Point. And that is the branding iron bowl and uh it was forty two to fourteen but it wasn't as close as the score. And that's exactly what I started to say that score is a little bit deceiving because Fairview come out and pretty much controlled the game. And uh they did get a couple of scores there towards the end, but most of the game was Fairview dominated. Well, I want to I want to ask Coach Harris a couple of questions. Yo. Know, uh, well, actually, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're about to play the national anthem. We'll be right back after these messages on Friday Night Live.
1: In business for over 20 years, K&K Logging can handle all your forestry needs. From clear cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs, K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian-owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging, 256-255-3693. 256-255-3693.
4: K&K Logging. Live 95 is brought to you in part by Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point. Now with several locations across the state, but still located in the heart of Coleman County. They are a proud sponsor of Coleman Community Radio on Live 95. Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point Bank, member FDIC. When you make the right
1: decision, it feels good like picking the perfect place to have dinner or choosing a good night's sleep over binge-watching TV all night. It feels really good to make the right insurance decisions too. That's why State Farm agent Tisha Brewer is right here in Coleman County to help you select the right protection at the right price. Tisha will make sure you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect If the unexpected happens, with State Farm agent Tisha Brewer, it's easy to make the right choice.
5: I'm Tisha at Tisha Brewer State Farm. We're located behind Cook's Pest Control at 909 Fisher Street. You can reach us at 256 734 4645. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
4: Guthrie's Auto Service has been providing quality automotive service since 1985. Located in Coleman on Eva Road, just north of 157, Guthrie's Auto Service is a AAA-approved and Napa Auto Care Center, meaning... Their repair work is warrantied up to three years or 36,000 miles. And because they're part of the Napa Auto Care Network, their work is also warranty at over 14,000 Napa Auto Care locations across the country. Terry Guthrie and his team are award-winning, collecting Napa's Auto Care Center of the Year for the Nashville Distribution Center and a People's Choice Award in 2020. More information is online at guthriesautoservice.net.
2: Welcome back to Dafford Smith Stadium and Friday Night Live. I am Christopher Greer, joined by my partner in crime Joseph Greer, and we've got a new face in the broadcast booth, Coach Corey Harris from A-Rap. Uh, Coach Harris has been sent to make sure that I don't get in trouble, so that way I can be coaching this next week for A-Rap. So, Coach Harris, we were talking a little bit during the break, and you know, we were talking about how your pass can open up run lanes. And Fairview is a run-heavy team, but they can sling the ball a little bit. How, how much does it help you when you can pass that ball, just getting those backers to kind of lay back a bit?
3: Well, obviously, um, if you're one-dimensional, you allow the defense to be able to set up yeah. and defend that. And, and you want to be able to throw the ball effectively to to open up the run. It really does. And The, the thing that comes to my mind or the team that I think of is Scottsboro. A five, You know, 5A school as well. They run right. the ball so well with their wing T offense that it allows them, when they do pass, uh-huh. uh, it, it gets them out of the box. And it's, all, it's usually always for big play. Um, right. They don't like to throw the ball. But because they run the ball so well, it allows their passing game to be effective. And they're able to score quick because of it.
2: Well, and we're going to face a team tonight that's going to, they're really going to run the ball a lot. They've got three running backs with a lot of carries when you look at the stats. Uh actually they've got four. Uh you know, you've got two seniors, a junior, and a freshman that will get a ton of carries, but they don't swing that ball around much. The leading receiver has nine receptions on the season. So I expect to see them pass occasionally. you got to. Tonight, just to keep Fairview honest. But I expect to see three yards in the cloud of dust. We're going to see multiple backfield sets, probably a lot of wing stuff. You know, Dad. Getting back to that Fairview schedule, we've got the meat of the schedule coming up. We've got a game tonight against Ardmore, but then next week we travel to Brewer to face a Brewer team that has suddenly, they suddenly kind of gotten tough. Well, they're very competitive now. Right. More so than they have been in a long time. You can see it coming in, you know, little spurts last year. Right. They had some good showings. But now they, for real, you know, have got the corner turned, I believe. They have a a relatively new coach out there, and I think there was a lot of people that had been there for a while that he left. And he's instilled his philosophy, and, you know, they're buying it. I heard that there were a lot of players that were told you can do it my way or just go. Right. And they chose to go. Well, well, Coach
3: Plunkett's been successful at a lot of different places. Wheels uh, at Cardendale and Wheels at Coleman. Um, so he's been successful about every place he's been to. i um, seen them play in person. They throw the ball really, really well. They've got great quarterback. They've got some skilled players as well. Um, so they are going to be a tough opponent for anyone that plays them.
2: Well, after that Brewer game, we, go, we uh, host Lawrence County. And – at that point, the easier games on the schedule they kind of end. Oh, they're over with then. Yeah, they are over with because the following week we travel way up the road to face the University of Russellville, and man, I really don't like those guys. Corey, I, have you ever been there to Russellville?
3: Uh, I I was there when I was really young as a uh, playing travel baseball, but I've never been there. Uh, sense in a football capacity so
2: well we went last uh year four last for the playoffs and uh it was like you walked into a college campus facility right i mean it it was it was a first class it was really nice but we had a little problem here last year with, with right uh it seems that there's some bad blood if there wasn't before that
6: game there There certainly is now
2: yeah uh we've got about eight minutes to play and we're starting to get the lights flashing with the purge music playing uh the spirit line is down it's all the way across the field i'd like to get y'all's picks on the games this week we've got athens at coleman uh in that game i'm gonna take athens Corey, who do you take
3: I'm going to go with Athens as well. They seem to be getting things going. Athens, I agree.
2: All right, Dad, you take Athens. Then Lawrence County at West Point.
3: I'm going to go with West Point. West Point. I'm going to go, Well, that game's at home, right? Is it for West it's Point? It's at West Point, yeah. That makes the difference there for me. West
2: Point. Lastly, Good Hope at Hansville. You know, Hansville H- ain't no joke. Hansville's come back. And, and Good Hope stumbled a couple times. I'm going to pick Hansville. I'm going with Hansville as well. Corey, what do you say? I, I'm going to go with Good
3: Hope, uh, just based on the fact that they they did play Fairview relatively close, and I do know that uh, they took a really hard loss early in the year to Brewer. Right.
2: I'll tell you what, guys. We all got identical picks. Which <laughs> guess the total numbers of points going to be scored in this game for a tiebreaker? Oh, man. Uh, I am going to say 71. 71 is my guess. What do you say, Dad? I'll go a little below that. I'll say 52. Dad's at 52. What do you say, Corey?
3: I'm I'm going to go a little bit lower, personally. I'm going to say 42, just in the sense of Hardmore runs the ball a lot. That's going to eat up a lot of clock. There may not be enough time to score.
2: That, that's good. a that's good, good number. Well, it looks like Fairview is going to be in their gold jerseys, and the captains have come out. Uh... We're still waiting to see the Ardmore team. Fairview is going to be in their gold jerseys, gold pants, purple helmets. We don't get to see this very often, Dad. They don't wear this combination very often, really only on special occasions. Uh, it looks like for the captains, we're going to have uh, number 50, Eric Gonzalez. Number 65, that's Jaden Pineda. And we're going to have number 19, Barrett York. Uh, looks like number 21, Jay Stevens. Out out there, too. And uh, they have a host of Aggies behind them who are kind of, uh, I guess you would say, co-captains. One thing that is noticeable, though, in civilian clothes but wearing his football jersey is number three. Well, he is out there and he is walking fine, but he's not dressed. It's good to see him walking around. Of course, we're talking about Eli Frost. He set the county record last year. For rushing in a season, um, it was getting close to the state record. He was. Uh, he suffered a, a knee injury, and uh, it really, it really slowed him down. I think he may have come back a bit too soon, and when he did, um, you know, he just he wasn't the same. And then he re-injured it. He was out last year after the Russell game because Russell player. Tried to break his arm, right? Grabbed it and kicked it while he was laying it down. And, well, it's ha- it's hard to believe a Russell team would do that. Yeah, you know, can and you hear the sarcasm in my voice? Um, that was that was before the big ha-ha. All the right. deputies from Lawrence County or from Winston. What is it? Russell? Whatever county Russell is yeah. in, I mean, all of them got on the field and started wanting to fight with the players right right because that's always classy when you've got the guys holding the sticks you know or you know people coming out of the stands i mean that's always a, a good sign about your program we saw that in columbia in the first game when we had a near riot in the you know yeah. far stands as everybody gets stabbed over there yeah as they fought themselves guns were pulled and everybody on the fairview side's like hey guys it's a football game please just calm down yeah. Okay. Well, to give the coaches credit, they did the best they could to get it stopped. And they absolutely keep it from did. Escalating further, but they had their hands full. They absolutely did. Um, you know, the coaches got their players down in the in the far end zone, got them away from that mess as it spilled out onto the track. Benches were knocked over. Yeah, and well, I think one of their guys who ended up getting ejected went up there and got in a fight with some woman too. You know, so. Well, It's not surprising that they were like 74 losses in a row when we played them. All right. It looks like Ardmore has won the toss. They have elected to defer now, and Fairview is going to receive. We've got about three minutes to the kickoff, and uh, they're going to join their teammates. They'll be coming through the inflatable here momentarily. Now, something I noticed, Dad, uh, when I was doing my research for this game the size advantage for fairview is quite extreme i didn't see a lot of big guys on this ardmore team there's a couple of decent size guys yeah i saw some linemen that looked like they could uh handle themselves but well by and large we have my numbers i think here comes the ardmore tigers they just came through and are going to their sideline their band is just coming into the stadium and uh, we're still waiting to see Fairview come through. It should be any moment. Uh, the, Arbor is in the white away jerseys with black pants and helmets. Well, still waiting uh, for the smoke. The Spirit line basically goes all the way to the sideline. Just about, yeah. And there it is. Here comes the Aggies in their gold uniforms with purple helmets and gold pants. We've got about two minutes to kick off. And they're led by number 64. That is Big Kale Foster. Yo, know, he won a player of the week during week one, Dad, for just absolutely laying the lumber to people on hits. This Fairview team has a stable of running backs, Corey, that, I mean, all of them can take it to the house at any moment. Well, know uh, we also have quarterbacks interchange constantly. Right. That's,
3: that's, again, that's going to keep it fresh in a game like this. I look at Ardmore sideline. I don't see a lot of numbers. Um, right. Kind of worry about a team like that as they go forward quarters. How they're going to perform? Yeah. Well,
2: that's one thing about Fairview. They're always well conditioned. Although weather may not play as big a factor tonight as it has so far this year with all the high temperatures we've had. But you know, rarely do you see a Fairview team. In the fourth quarter, that's been over, got their hands on their hips. Right. I'd like to give a little love to the offensive line for Fairview. Uh, number 50, Eric Gonzalez. Number 52, Miles McElroy. Number 64, Big Cal Foster in the middle. Number 70, Andrew Latham. He's a big sophomore. Number 78, that's Jacob Mayo. It's a good size offensive line, especially for a school the size of Fairview. The ball is on the tee, folks. We're getting ready to kick off and get this homecoming game started. It's really kind of hard to tell numbers for this Ardmore team. It's white jerseys with gold numbers. Uh, but I know that number 99 handles the kickoff duties. And the ball has fallen off the tee. He replaces it. New Orleans Saints got the same jersey scheme <laughs> that they play in sometimes on the road. Right. And it's hard to see it on TV what numbers are Number 99, Gabriel Alejandro, approaches the ball. He kicks it high and short. It's going to be fielded. It's on the ground, picked up at about the 25. Across the 30, has a seam. He's across the 40, up to the 44, finally brought down right at the 44-yard line. Fairview takes over, Corey, with excellent field position. I started at the 44-yard line. I mean, that's phenomenal. Uh, That's where you want to start, obviously. Well, we're going to see who comes out of quarterback. Usually it's a two-headed monster for the Aggies. And it looks like Barrett York is in the shotgun. He approaches the line. It's a bunch of formation. Send a man in motion. They hand it off to him. He goes around the right side. He's across midfield. He's going to be forced out of bounds at about the 47. That's where the spot is. That's a big pickup of about seven, maybe eight yards on first down. And, man, you got to love that on offense. Yeah, they're getting to the ball quick. The Aggies snap it, and York is going to take it himself. He's dragging defenders. He's going to be forced out of bounds, short of a marker. Oh, we got a little pushing and shoving, a little bit of chippiness. I believe it's going to be third and very very short, about third and one. And again, they're going no huddle. Going really fast trips to the near side. York is in the backfield. He takes a snap, hands it off. Plants his foot, that's Jones He goes across the 40 Across the 35, down to about the 30 Uh, Check that, that was not Jones Yes it was, yes it was I just saw the number, I thought that it might have been Harper in But it was Carson Jones, the junior A very dangerous running back Colt rating comes in now And Jones stays beside him It's first and ten And the Aggies take the snap He hands it off to Jones, going around the left side Lowers his shoulder. Not a lot of running room there. Uh, That last play was enough for a Josh Phillips impact mortgage. First down for the Aggies. And that run on first down was good for four. It's going to bring up second and six. They're going to slow it down a little bit now. Not a lot, but a little. New players come on the field. Right. I'm surprised that Ardmore didn't substitute. Redding's in the shotgun. Jones beside him. Takes a snap. Rolls to his right. It's a screen. He's got his man. He's at the 20. Going to be forced out of bounds on the right sideline at about the 16 yard line. Uh, That's enough for another Josh Phillips impact mortgage. First down for the Aggies. Man, they are going fast. Colt Redding takes a snap. He's got trips to the far side, swings it out complete. He breaks one tackle. He's going to be very close to the sticks. And uh, looks like Barrett York coming back onto the field. It's going to be second down in about six. He must have stepped out of bounds, Dad, because yeah. I thought he got closer to the sticks than that. Well, we're in the red zone right now. We've had several touchdowns run by Mr. York from this position. He is a very dangerous runner. York's it's a handful. A, he's a big kid, big left-hander. Now they shift. And the defense shifts with him. He's got Twinsman near side, overload to the right. York goes off the left guard. He is going to be very close to the first down. He's going to have it. He's up to about the five, pulling his way forward to about the three where they're going to spot it. And it is a first down. Another Josh Phillips. Impact Morgan's first down for the Aggies. like there's a fumble in play, too.
3: Getting a signal from the officials.
2: It is recovered. It's recovered by Ardmore. I did not see that fumble. Whoa. Whoa, that is a big, big miscue for the Aggies. Well, they came off the sideline excited. I figured something happened. I was just waiting for the official to signal it in. He sure did. So it's Ardmore's ball. The freshman, number five, Kings in the backfield. He's got two guys beside him. He's going to hand it off to the running back on the left. He gets through the line. He's up into the secondary. He's across the 10, up to about the 15, where he's finally brought down by the Aggie defense. A bit of misdirection there. That's enough for a Josh Phillips impact mortgage first down.
3: That's, that's a bad bad beat for the Fairview Aggies. Um, you need to take care of
2: the football. That's one thing in the game out right there. Quarterback takes the snap, hands it off again, and there is nowhere to go. Big 64 lowered the boom and took him down. He was joined by a few friends. Uh, it looked like number 70 was in on that tackle, Dad. And uh, that would be Andrew Latham, the defensive lineman. Ardmore hurries back up to the line of scrimmage in running backs beside him quarterback takes it he's going to reverse and hand it off around the right side he's going to try and get to the edge and then he gets blasted wow that was Kale Foster again from the middle linebacker spot he only gets up to the 17 it's going to bring up third down and eight so will we see them put the ball in the air we've yes. got I, I would say definitely there's no backs in the backfield one receiver to the far side quarterback takes the snap runs it himself goes off left guard and he is buried under a gold tide excellent defense on that play it was that play was made by number 74 a uh, big Avery Latham on that sophomore with the tackle and now we're going to see our first punt for the game Colt Redding is back deep and uh, he is joined by number two Cade Yeager We have an Aggie coming off late, and uh, it's going to be whistled. Let's see if there was a timeout call to avoid the penalty. Uh, No, there's a flag on the play. That's going to be too many men on the field. Another miscue. You you worry about things like that in a game like
3: this. Right. Penalties.
2: It was was one of the defenders for the Aggies, Dad. It's going to be too many men on the field. It's not going to be enough for a first down, but it's going to make it a bit more manageable if they go for it. Moves the ball up to about the 24-yard line where it's going to be fourth down and one, and it looks like the offense might be coming back on the field. I guess they're going to try and go for it this time. Early on, too. Well, we've got whistles. There's going to be a timeout. They're going to talk it over. We're going to do the same. We'll be right back after these messages on Friday Night Live.
1: For 30 years, Budget Blinds has been the leader for beautiful window coverings. No need to travel when Budget Blinds brings the store to your door. From blinds and draperies to shutters and shades, Budget Blinds has been transforming windows all over North Alabama. And we make it easy with your in-home consultation, custom measuring, and installation. Budget Blinds, 256-727-6550. 256 727 Or budgetblinds.com slash
2: call.
5: Coleman Electric Cooperative has been providing electricity and community support to help local people and businesses grow for the last 86 years. The co-op is adding to that legacy with its new Sprout Fiber Internet, giving its members access to blazing fast gigabit internet speeds with unmatched reliability and extraordinary customer service. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet, powerful connections, brighter future.
2: Welcome back to Friday Night Live here at Dafford-Smith Stadium. It is fourth down and one yard to go. Quarterback takes a snap for Ardmore, goes off left guard, and he gets it. Yes, he did. It's going to be a Josh Phillips impact mortgage first down for the Tigers. And that was a costly, costly penalty with just too many men on the field.
3: And, that, and get to Ardmore going for it fourth and one this early. Um, they're here to deep
2: win. In the, yeah, deep in your own territory as well. Three running backs lined up beside the quarterback. They all go different directions. It's like the Keystone Cops. I think the fullback got that one. Yeah, he did, but you know what he didn't get? He get didn't yardage. get any yardage. He he lost a yard on that one. Uh, the Aggies were not buying it. You know, when you run these multiple back sets, these old, like, Notre Dame offenses from the 1950s, you can do a lot of misdirection, but you better take care of the line. Quarterback takes a snap. He's going to hit it. No, he's passing. Wow. He's got a man deep. He's trying to hit him and cannot get him. Excellent coverage that time. Let me see who that was. I believe that was Cade Yeager on the coverage, Dad. Yeah, number two. Number two, Cade Yeager had his man blanketed. Excellent coverage there. Good, well set up play. Fooled everyone, well, including the ball, including uh, us.
3: Oh, I wasn't fooled, Chris.
2: Well, you weren't fooled, Dad, but. I man, was I've fooled, seen a couple and, that and Corey was definitely fooled. It's going to be third down in about 11 yards. Send a man in motion. Jet sweep. He's going to try and pass it. Oh. They've got a completion up to the 32. He's across the 35. Then ridden down. Cade uh, Yeager in on that tackle. Joined by number 21 uh, on the tackle. Excellent coverage. That was Jay Stevens helping out. And uh, it's going to bring up fourth down and about four yards. They're getting creative on offense, which I, I like to see. Um. Yeah, they are trying different things. They certainly are. I, know. It's going—they're going for oh, it on fourth. Another flag. There's yep, another flag. It's going to be too many men in the huddle. I, I almost guarantee you. Yep, yep. and that's a call. the call. Substitution. So that's going to be on uh on the Tigers from Ardmore. Now, something I will say about this this group of officials. I personally know one of the guys on this crew. This is a very seasoned, very experienced crew and a very good one. That's going to bring the punt team on for Ardmore. It's going to be uh, fourth down, about eight yards to go. Ardmore going from left to right, ball on the near hash. The Aggies rush their uh, punt return team onto the field. Colt rating back deep. Yo, they've been rolling the dice. You don't expect a... Uh, fake on 4th and long, but if it was close, it wouldn't surprise me. Punt's up in the air. It's going to bounce at about the 42. Takes a Ardmore bounce across the 40 down to about the 34. And uh that's going to be killed right there. The bug that wouldn't die. I was going to say, Dad, were you having some kind of fit over there? I couldn't tell. I was being attacked by a beetle, and I it, it, i hit it two or three times and kept crawling. It's going to be first down and 10 now for the Aggies going from right to left. Barry York is out there. He is joined by number 26, Carson Jones. Let's see uh what this Ardmore defense lines up in, uh Coach Harris. I'm kind of interested to see what they what they play. It looks like a forty front, three linebackers, classic four three. Oh, Barrett York rolls to his left. He's got a receiver. They cannot connect. Just off his fingertips, trying to connect with Zayden Cruz, number sixteen, uh, the young sophomore wide receiver. Bring up second down and ten. Ball spotted on about the thirty. Uh, we'll say thirty three.
3: Well, they're in cover three right now defensively. Um, they're going to make Barry sure fed the ball.
2: left in the first quarter. 0-0. York takes a snap, hands it off, goes around the left side. A little bit of running room up to the 35, and then that hole closes quickly. Ardmore suddenly is toughened up from what they were the first drive we had. I imagine they made some some adjustments over on that sideline. I mean, Coach Harris is an expert at doing that whenever we play. Uh, That and his inspirational speeches. It's going to be third down and about eight yards to go. And uh we've got a couple players coming on the field for Fairview. We've got five ten left in the first quarter, score 0-0. Let's we'll see. It looks like uh, Barrett York has come off, and Coach Re- or Colt Ratings out there. He takes a snap, rolls to his right, has going a man deep. going deep, wow. and he just misses. He had a guy, had a step at about the 40-yard line, and uh, that's going to bring up fourth down and eight. So we're going to see the punt unit come on for the Aggies. Well, that was single, single receiver route. Uh, of course, in cover three, you have to save
3: the corner coming over the top. Uh, trying to get your guy to make a play is what that comes down to. Right. Uh, he wasn't able to. All right. The
2: referee just called timeout. Timeout on the field. Yeah, he pointed to Ardmore again. Man, that's two timeouts quick. Well, we're going to take one as well. You've been listening to Friday Night Live, the score zero zero 0-0 at Daffert Smith Stadium. We'll be right back after these messages on Friday Night Live
1: h s Appliance Outlet is an overstocked scratch and dent dealer, offering quality name brand appliances at major discounted prices, up to 75% off. h Appliance Outlet also offers factory-authorized repair services as well as financing options. To better serve the needs of North Alabama, h Appliance Outlets are conveniently located in Coleman, Hartzell, and Aram. A proud veteran and family-owned business who's happy to be of service and can be reached on Facebook at h Appliance Repair or by iPhone 256-735-4184, 256-735-4184, Appliance Outlet, a proud supporter of Coleman Community Radio.
2: Welcome back to Friday Night Live, and the punt unit has come on the field for Fairview. Kicker is standing back on about his own 22. Good snap. There's the kick. It is low. It's going to be fielded at about the 40 on the run. Across the 45, up to right at the 50-yard line, where he's going to be brought down on top of the Fairview F. And uh, we have a Odin's Autoglass scoreboard update. Coleman versus Athens is still 0-0. Zero to zero. As we get other scores, we will let you know as we get them. Ardmore getting ready to come on the field. And we'll see what they run. I imagine it's going to be very similar to what we've seen so far in the first quarter. No, it's a single back set. They send a man in motion. The quarterback's going to run to his left. And he is hit, still on his feet, and being pushed back by a host of Aggies. He gets across the 50 up to about the 49. That is a hard pickup of two yards. Dead. That that was good defense right there. Yeah, there was really not a lot of room for him to run. Everyone was collapsing on him too. So, well, it's going to bring up second down and about eight. So we got we, trips. Uh, wow, left. we got trips going out of the backfield, going to the left. Quarterback fakes a throw. He runs to the left. And, uh, goes off left tackle, picks up about three, maybe four yards across the 45 down to about the 44 yard line. And it's going to bring up third and makeable there, Corey.
3: And this is a good position if you're Ardmore. Um, they're picking up two, three yards to carry. They're running the ball hard. Um, good offense from them.
2: They C- camouflage a lot of other stuff too. They do. Like yeah. that play that just ran. He looked. He didn't make him throw in motion, but he looked real hard, moved his arm people decided bought. To go. Yeah. They send a man in motion. Fake for Jets. sweep. quarterback right. runs again. He's across a 40. That's going to be a pickup of about five, maybe six yards. And that is enough for Josh Phillips. Impact mortgage. First down for the Tigers.
3: A well, seemed like Ardmore, this type of offense, you've got to be disciplined on defense. And, and right. what's hard is you've got Fairview run spread. Ardmore's running this wing T. You don't see that every day. That's hard to prepare
2: for. It right. Is. One man out wide they send a the man in motion this time they hand it off to him he's going around the right side good containment by the Aggies and big 64 slings him down and then gets pushed by one of the blockers well you know you should have pushed before the tackle because he's going to be no gain on that one It's going to bring up second down and 10 and that's a 250 pound young man who's getting out on the edge chasing down that running back that's impressive Now we've got two running backs in the backfield. It's second down and 10. They take the snap. Quarterback rolls to his left. Has a man in the flat. Well covered. He puts it up and it's picked off. Intercepted by the Aggies. I can't tell who got the interception, but he's brought down immediately at about the 30-yard line.
3: For Ardmore, you're you're running the ball so well. I'm not sure
2: why. Oh, there's a flag on the play. Well, it was Cade Yeager, number two, on the pickoff. And uh, we'd like to say hello to two special ladies, won't we, Dad? Yeah, we would. One of them, I believe, sitting right down here in front of us. Right. That would be Grandma Yeager. And uh, the other would be Grandma Black. We always say hello to them during the games. Still waiting on a... uh... And Mama Jennings. And Mama Jennings. That's right. We're still waiting on a signal. It's going to be against Fairview. They're backing them up. Uh, There's another flag that's probably going to be an unsportsmanlike because it was thrown by the judge who was moving the ball. The ball and uh, I imagine somebody for Fairview was running their mouth a little bit. Yep. And that's going to back them up even more. It's going to make it first in a country mile. Did you see what see that, that indication was on that first one? I believe it was a hold or a block in the back. Okay. Blind side block. It was a blind side block. Okay. I'm um, glad you picked that one up, Corey, because I certainly didn't. But uh the second one's gonna be an unsportsman like I imagine. That's the only thing I could think of that it could be. They're picking the ball up again. Uh, it was spotted on about the about the twelve. They're gonna go half the distance to the goal and move it all the way back to the five. That's a costly mental mistake right there that you compounded. Um On Odin's Glass scoreboard update, uh, Athens has taken the early lead, 7-0 over Coleman. Fairview has got first and half the field. Basically, they have to get up to about the 39-yard line for a first down. Ball is spotted on about the 9. Unfortunately, there's not many plays in the playbook for this. this. (laughs) Surprisingly, there's not. We should draw some up, you know. It would require multiple reverses and passes, probably. Let's see. And uh, the officials still haven't uh, given the okay. Now they have. Fairview breaks the huddle. Colt Redding in the shotgun. Believe, I believe that's Carson Jones beside him. He takes the snap. He's going to hand it off Jones. He goes off the left side. And, man, he is immediately met by a host of defenders, but over here on the side, number two, Cade Yeager just pancaked the guy he was blocking. And they get up and they're doing a little shoving and a little bit of talking. Uh, we're seeing these teams kind of get a bit chippy right now. That was one heck of a block by the wide receiver. Well, the officials are going to need to get that taken
3: care of, obviously, this is early on in the game. But uh, again, Ardmore's lining up. They're, they're going to force Fairby to throw the football.
2: Well like you said, it's hard to come up with a pass play for second down and 40. Um, but what you definitely want to do is pick up some yardage. So even if you punt it away, you're not punting from your own end zone. Colt Redding has Carson Jones beside him. He's in the shotgun. There's twins to the near side. He's going to hand it off to Jones goes off guard. He's got a scene. He's across a 15 good run up to about the 20 yard line. That's a pickup of about 15. Um, But it's still going to bring up third down at about 20. Good run, though, by the junior running back. He gave him some room there now. He did. You know, these guys remind me of two dogs fixing to fight in a pen. They're both running around smelling each other. And And growling. You know, growling and looking mean. But it hasn't been established who the big dog is yet. Right. Well, it's going to be third down at about 20 we got a minute 19 left in the first quarter Andy sitting sit down beside us he's a one of the regulars twins either side and that's going to be barrett york he tries to hit a short screen and it is very well defended by ardmore they did not bite at all they had a wall set up downfield had they been able to complete that was a big game minute
3: fourth down right here again um trying to get some yards at the screen trying to catch him off guard Uh, but we're looking at a punt
2: Fairview. well the punter's going to be standing on about the 10 yard line and we have a aggie on the field late we've seen this several times now and this is not typical of a one of coach rating's team there's a snap he punts it good kick but he shanked it oh it's off the side of his foot and uh, it's going to go out of bounds. We'll see where they spot it. Uh, looks like it's going to be – they're walking back a little bit. And it looks like it's going to be a spotted at about the 37. Man, excellent field position there. And those two penalties were very costly.
3: They were. And, again, you're giving Ardmore the ball a pretty good field position to start off with. If you're Fairview, how many opportunities are you going to give
2: them before they can cash in? Right. Right. Well, when you're starting almost in the red zone, you know, you have to love that. They take the snap. He's going to hand it off to the fullback. Goes off left guard. And uh, not a whole lot of running room there. He's going to pick up about three yards before being brought down. I couldn't tell who made the tackle. There were just too many Aggies around the ball. Fairview Yeah, Fairview's doing a good job of gang tackling. But this three yards in a cloud of dust, right now it's working for Ardmore absolutely the quarterback sends a man in motion he's going to run it himself off the left side gets a good head of steam before he hits the line he's going to be up across the 30 just across the 30 at about the 29 and a half he's going to bring up third down and short a very makeable one yard maybe half a yard for the Tigers and they're looking to the sideline. They immediately go back to the line of scrimmage. Time's running, out, huh? the time's running out on the quarter. They're going to take the quarter. So at the end of one quarter, the score is 0-0. And uh, Ardmore is knocking on the red zone. We'll be right back after these messages on Friday Night Live.
7: A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Alabama. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the AHSAA and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association.
1: There are many advantages when you bank locally with people you know. Eva Bank will get you started or restarted. Eva Bank offers many loan choices. We stay flexible and put your situation first. What matters to you matters to us. We are specialty lenders with programs for home purchases, home construction, land purchases, manufactured homes with or without land, commercial real estate, and other consumer or business loans. Eva Bank is your one-stop lender. The process is fast and easy. You can apply in person, over the phone, at 256-255-2000, or you can visit us online at www.evabank.com to get started today. EVA Bank, NMLS number 414640. Member FDIC, equal housing lender.
2: Welcome back to Friday Night Live, and I am Christopher Greer, joined by Corey Harris and my dad, Joseph Greer. And the score is 0 0 at the start of the second quarter, but Ardmore has the ball now at about the 20, I'm going to say about the 26, 27. Uh, it's going to be third down and one yard to go, going from right to left. Fairview is in the box. They send a man in motion. And uh, now there's a whistle. They send a man in motion. They fake it, the quarterback runs it himself. <laughs> He gets to the second level, and man, the safety comes up and makes a touchdown saving tackle on that. Uh, He got through the line, Dad, and number nine, Isaac Elrod, saved six points on that one, but that's enough for Josh Phillips' impact, Morgan's first down. So they're lining up pretty quick, balls well. They send a man in motion, quarterback runs it again. This time, Oh, he bounces off a couple of tacklers. Uh I mean, they met him at the line of scrimmage, and he still managed to fight his way forward for four yards. Going to bring up second down and six. And every time, anytime you can run the ball for four yards, especially on first down, you're setting yourself up to be successful. Absolutely. Now two running backs join him in the backfield. Nobody out wide. Quarterback looks to the sideline, and they're making a bit of a change. He takes the snap, he rolls to his right. He's got a man in the flats, cannot connect. I believe he heard some footsteps because the defense was right there on him. That's going to be an incompletion, and that's really what something Fairview needed. The quarterback's number five. He's a freshman. That's Alex King. Wow, he's doing a good job. He is doing an excellent job for Ardmore. It's going to be third down and about six. King's in the backfield. Got two guys beside him. He hands it off to one of the running backs. Goes off the left side, and he gets buried. He might have picked up a couple of yards. We'll see where they mark it. Uh, they're going to say he picked up about three. It's going to bring up fourth down and two. Now, the kicker for Ardmore has got a good, good leg. He was making them in pregame from the
3: 20 pretty consistently. So, if they do opt kick here, shouldn't be an issue
2: no, oh, looks like they're going well, they're for going it. They're going for it. There's the snap. Quarterback's going to run it himself. He's hit immediately. It's going to be very close. It depends on where the mark is. Let's wait and see. Fairview saying he didn't get it. And uh, waiting on the official spot. Gonzalez on the tackle, one of the captains, number 50, and still waiting. It is very close. They're going to say he was short. Fairview's offense comes on the field. Big stand there by the defense. I think if it was me personally, I probably would have the points this early in the game, but yeah, uh, do commend them being aggressive. York is in the backfield. I believe Jones is deciding. Oh. It's a big high snap. It's back in the end zone. He's going to fall on it, and that's going to be a safety. That hurts. Safety, two points for Ardmore, and they're going to get the ball back. I would like to give the Fairview faithful some good news. Uh, You might remember a young kicker by the name of Elijah Guyton uh, who kicked here at Fairview for a long time. He was an incredibly talented kicker. Um, He has gone on to play at West Alabama. He has been named the number one kicker on the team, on the depth chart. He's starting as a kicker over a senior and a junior. Uh, Last week, he had a 43-yard field goal and several point afters. Uh, If you want to listen to that game, uh, they're going to be playing this week at West Georgia, 6 p.m. Eastern time. So you can tune into that on slyrock.com to hear the Fairview alumni Elijah Guyden kicking for West Alabama. And we've gotten to know his parents, Dad. They're as good as they come. They are. They're good folks. Yo, and Elijah is a fine young man as well. He's come and sat down and talked to us several times. So Fairview is going to line up to kick the ball off for the free kick. And, again, Ardmore will get good field position here. Uh, Colt redding's going to put it on a tee. Sometimes they punt on these. Sometimes they kick it off from the tee. And... Uh, I believe he put he put a tee down. He put something down. It looked like, but I don't. Yes, I don't I'll know. See yeah, he, he's moving it. So with ten thirteen left in the first half, Ardmore has a two nothing lead. And the cowbells have come out. Waiting on the kick. It's going to be excellent field position. There's a kick, and it Good is kick. back deep. Kicked it over their heads. It's going to bounce at about the 30, take him all the way back to the 20, and he falls down. He slipped. His feet went out from underneath him, and he went down at about the 16. Did you say there's a flag on the play? Flag on the 40. There is. Man, that's why you get paid the big bucks, Coach Harris. Great, great eyesight. I'm telling you. But we're waiting to find out what the flag is going to be. Um, Usually around there it's going to be – Yo, a hold, I imagine.
3: Well, regardless, this hasn't been a clean game. No, no, week. it has
2: um, not. We hate to see that this late in the season, but... It hasn't been a flag fest. We've called a couple of those, but it has not, yo, it certainly hasn't been mistake-free or clean. Um, the referee's talking to Coach Redding there. I guess he's asking "Do you want to take it or what do you want to do. Right. Now usually when they conference like that with themselves, they're talking about candy bars. But this time he is talking. I'm an excellent lip reader. He is talking right now about about the penalty. And Coach Redding pointed back towards the other end zone, which is telling him that's where we want the ball to go, in that direction. Um, you better watch out. A lightning's apt to hit it any minute. On the Odin's scoreboard, uh Odin's autoglass scoreboard, Athens extends their lead fourteen to nothing over Coleman. And uh that's gonna move them back some. Uh Brewer right now is playing at the University of Russellville and is currently down fourteen to nothing. Uh, I will the less I say about that probably the better. It's gonna move the ball back to about the nine and Ardmore will take over there. Ja- Y'all ever see what the education was for? N- penalty. I, I never did. Uh, I'm guessing a block in the back, maybe. They take the snap. Quarterback's going to keep it himself off the right side, and he picks up a bunch. Going to be about an eight yard gain up to about the seventeen yard line, and they're going to have to come up with some kind of answer for that play.
3: Well, it's tough. It's tough to defend. The There's a lot of misdirection. A lot of things going on up front. Um, but that being said, Ardmore hadn't shown the ability to throw the ball just yet. So until they do, I'm going to stat the box.
2: Yes. Maybe keep one man back deep. They send a man in motion. Now they're looking deep. They've got a man, and, and it's in him. and out of his hands. He was four steps behind the defense and had a perfectly delivered ball, and it bounced off his hands. That's that's tough to see. He's in great position. Uh, wow. Um, if, if it wasn't six, it would have been a big, big pickup.
3: Well, now yeah. I see why they've only done the balls as, many, as much as they have this
2: season. Right. Yo. They're clicking on the run game, but they will be desired to passing. Quarterback takes a shotgun snap, runs it behind his, block. his blockers off the right side. Not a lot going. Not a lot there. He might have picked up a half a yard. They're going to say he got a yard. It's going to be close to the sticks now waiting on the signal to see if it's going to be fourth and very short or if it's going to be, they're going to say it's going to be about a yard short. So we've seen Ardmore go for it several times on fourth down. Do you gamble and throw the dice fist deep in your own territory? It, it's deep in your territory,
3: um, and it looks like they're going to bring out the kicking team. Uh, probably a smart move this early on with the I lead. Agree. Um, but I will say this, for Ardmore being the underdog here, obviously, they're going to have to take
2: chances. Watch, I, I would watch for a fake right here. Even though they're deep in their own territory, that punter's lined up very short. No, they're going for it. Quarterback takes a snap. I don't He's, believe he got it. Okay, hold on, folks. Uh It was a first down. Oh, wow. We did not catch them moving the sticks. That's Ooh. on us. That was a Josh Phillips impact mortgage first down for the Tigers. It was very close, but I thought he was a yard short. They're saying he got the first down. I imagine Co- Coach Redding's not very happy about that. On first down, uh the carry, though, didn't pick up any yardage. I'm not sure that it was a great spot. It's going to be second down and 10, and he is under duress. He is brought down by a host of Aggies. That's a big-time sack. Pushes him all the way back to to the 8-yard line. 50, Eric Gonzalez, one of last week's Players of the Week. There's two other defenders down there. I couldn't get the numbers, though. One of them was Cale Foster. I did not get the number of the other one. Foster was in on that play. They slung the quarterback. He started to come forward again, which which established him that deep and then went backwards again. So that's a big-time sack. Lost about 14, 15 yards on it. It's going to be third down and about 25. They're going to run it off the left side and nothing doing. Man, there is nowhere to go right there, and the defense has come through. It's going to be fourth down and a country mile, and now their punter will be faced with punting from his own end zone. And that's what you want, obviously, if you're on defense.
3: It's going to give Fairview uh, potentially some great field position to get this drive going,
2: um, try to put some points on the board. Well, Fairview's got their returners, uh, Cade Yeager and number 15 Colt Redding. They're standing on the 45. The punter is about a yard deep in the end zone, there's a good snap. It's a low kick. It's going to bounce at about the 40. Takes an Ardmore kick. It's received by Colt Redding. He goes forward and is tripped up after a pickup of about four yards. He gets it back to the 45-yard line, which is excellent field position. But if he gets by that first guy, he's still running. Well, that's risky right there. Obviously, um, you know,
3: picking it up like that and running, but um, ended up not being. Not being as bad as it could have been but glad to see him get it and get some yards get down
2: 7 11 left in the first half the score two to nothing ardmore currently leads york is in the shotgun and he's got harper beside him now first time we've seen this young man he is explosive at running back york takes a snap hands it no he's going to keep it himself off right guard he's across the 40 carrying tacklers down to about the 36 before he's finally ridden down by the defense that's a big time pickup right there at nine yards on first down man that'll open up your playbook that's a zone run concept very easy they're going fast Colt Redding on now he hands it off to Harper around the right side he's easily got the first down makes a cut he's across the 30 he's going to be brought down at about the 26 yard line that's a big time pickup right there of about 12 and another Josh Phillips impact mortgage first down for the Aggies. And that's where, that's where Fairview had success early on in this game is
3: when they were going fast. They were lining up, not giving our more time to set up. Um, they're going back to that right there
2: and having some success. Rating lines up. He's going to hand it off to Harper again. Goes off of guard. He's carrying one. He's across the 25. He's going to be down at about the 23 on the near hash mark. Dad, that's a good pickup of about four, maybe five on first down for the hard runner. I think they're showing second and about six seven, so let's wait and see what they dial up. Redding stays in the ball game. He's got Harper beside him a little wide. Watch for a pitch out. Nope. He hands it off to him. Goes off of the left guard. He's across the 20. He's carrying a host of defenders and now, now the line comes in and pushes from the other side. He's going to be very close to the sticks. I think he got it. Let's wait and see for the indication. And... Wow, that is close. Nope, it's not close. They're going to say... First down. Well, yep, first down. That's a Josh Phillips impact Morgan's First down for the Aggies. I knew he was close, but I thought they might measure York is back in the shotgun. He hands it off to Harper again. Plants his foot, goes to the left, cuts back to the right. He's got three guys on him, and he's carrying them. Man, hard running by the sophomore down to the nine-yard line. And uh, very close to the sticks. That's a nine-yard run on first down. Well, they're doing a good job keeping the they tied in the H-back
3: on one side, and then the Twins on the other side of the formation. You know, really having our Moore, uh, cover
2: all those sides. Yorgo takes a snap. He's off the right side. He's got a seam. Touchdown, Aggie. And he was hit in the backfield by his own running back. There was a mix-up there. He kind of shoved him out of the way. Takes a seam that he's got off the right side and he goes in for the score. Again, that's simple.
3: They that, The whole drive of zone concepts is going quick, up to the ball, running
2: the quarterback, running back. Um, had a lot of success. I expect them to see them do that a lot more moving forward. Well, Colt Rating lines up for the kick. The kick is up, and the kick is good. That extra point provides an extra degree of protection for the Aggie lead. And if you're looking for the extra degree of service for all your insurance needs, give Kalia 212 Insurance Group a call. 212 Insurance with over 10 years of experience. 212 Insurance is the official insurance of the Fairview Aggies. We'll be right back after these messages on Friday Night Live.
1: In the game of mortgages, experience matters. Meet Josh Phillips, a veteran with over 13 years in the mortgage industry. As a leader in the local mortgage community, Josh is more than just a lender. He's a partner who believes in making an impact. At Impact Mortgage Group, they're not just making mortgages. They're making a positive impact on borrowers and our community. You can experience the difference too with Josh Phillips at Impact Mortgage Group. I'm Josh Phillips of Impact Mortgage Group. You can reach me at 256 338 2920 and I'll show you how my experience can help impact your next home purchase. In MLS number 338
2: Welcome back to Friday Night Live. We've got an Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard update right now. Lawrence County currently leads West Point 7 to 3. Cole Redding has the ball on the tee. Good kick. Wow. He boomed that one back into the end zone for a touchback. The score here right now with 449 left in the first half. Fairview currently leads 7-2. That was a great kick. That was a good kick. Cole Redding's been an adequate kicker, but it seems like he had an extra, extra bowl of Cheerios today because he is nailing some stuff. Man, that that one, I don't know that I've seen him kick one that deep this year. Uh, that looked like an Elijah Guy kick. It certainly did. It's going to bring up first down and 10. The ball spotted on about the 20-yard line for the Tigers. Ardmore lines up. They've got the freshman King. He's out there, a very good runner takes the snap. He's going to hand it off to one of his running backs. He's across the 20 and the ball is out. The fumble is picked up by the Aggies. It's going to be advanced down to about the 14, down to about the 12 yard line. And uh, I didn't see who got that one, Dad. I didn't either. It looks like number 42 is the uh, young man who is celebrating on that one. Man, they hit that kid hard and that ball came right out. That was Alex Garcia who picked that one up for him, the freshman. So now it's going to be first down and 10 for the Aggies. Ball is spotted inside the 10. He's going to hand it off. That's Jones. He goes off left guard. He's going to be down very close to about the five-yard line. Going to bring up second and goal from about the five. Jones is out there. Barrett York is out there as well. We saw York run it in last time. He is a very good running quarterback. He's in the shotgun. Twins to the far side. He's going to hand it off to Jones. Jones gets behind his blocker, lowers his his shoulder, and he's going to be in there. Touchdown, Aggies. Who was that score, Chris? Uh, That was Carson Jones on the score number 26. Excellent run by the junior, and, man, they struck quick. Colt Redding uh, putting the ball on the tee. Getting ready to kick. There's the snap. Kick is up. And the kick is good. That extra point provides an extra degree of protection for the Aggie lead. And if you're looking for the extra degree of service for all your insurance needs, give Kalia 212 Insurance Group a call. 212 Insurance has been serving the Coleman area for over 10 years with that extra degree of service. 212 Insurance, the official insurance of the Fairview Aggies. you got to love it when you get the ball back for your offense inside the ten. We do. And, and, and this is Fairview football that we are used to. Right, it is. I mean, that first quarter, with the exception of that one drive, was not Fairview football.
3: Well, if you're Ardmore, too, uh, this goes completely against your game plan. If you're yes, what, if you're Ardmore, you want to shorten the game, you want to run the football patrol, the time of possession, and quick scores and turnovers
2: is not going to bode well for that. No, no, it's not. You want to control the clock and control the ball. And for control field position. Well, Cole Redding is going to tee it up. Now, this is what I expect to see here, guys. I expect a short pop-up kick that's going to land at about the 35. Because now, by kicking it deep, he moved those returners back. Yeah. And he is very good at kicking that pop-up kick. Nope. No, he's going to kick it deep again. It's going to drive him back to about the 5 where it's going to be returned. He's up across the 10, up across the 20, and then he is blasted, man. He gets to the 25, and somebody met that young man with a vengeance. Ooh, I saw his head snap back on that hit. Fairview's doing a great job tackling, too. They're doing a great job gang tackling, getting
3: to the football, helping each other out. Um If you're a defensive guy, that's what you like to
2: see. Well, I am a defensive guy, even though I coach offensive line. You know, I love me some defense, and I love seeing a physical physical defensive unit like that. And they are stacking the box right now. The freshman King takes a snap. He's going to hand it off to his up back. He goes right up the middle, man, and there is nothing there. Man, a single safety back deep there, and that wasn't deep. It was about maybe eight or nine yards from the line. It's going to be a bigger. They, they are waiting on the run. They are. They're daring them to pass. Uh uh-huh. And from what we've seen so far, that hadn't been much of a threat. Right. It's going to be second down and one now. They're going to take the snap. Quarterback hands it off to the up back. And he's going to get across the 25. He might have got a yard. And it looks like a rugby scrum out there. There's so many people on the ball carrier. It's well, to- again, you can't throw
3: football you're not going to open up the running lanes and and that's what we've seen right here Fairview is not scared of them uh, in the passing attack so until they can prove that this is what you're going to see
2: it's going to be be third and nine now four people in the backfield with a quarterback now he sends three of them in motion and uh, they line up trips to the near side we're going to see him pass here wow quarterback fakes it he goes off the right side one man to beat he's across the 35 going to be ridden out of bounds at about the 41 the reason i said wow the cornerback for fairview on this side i didn't see who it was took a running leap at the the wide receiver for ardmore and absolutely wiped him out but meanwhile the quarterback runs for 15 and a fair josh phillips impact mortgage first down now we've got flags And it's going to be uh, encroachment on the defense. Well, if you're Ardmore, you're trying
3: to get a play to get the ball going, get something going, and that play was it. Uh, Simple concept. They fake the screen to the left, basically counter splits the defense because everyone going to that side and allows them to get a pretty free release for a first down. Well,
2: it's going to be first and five now for the Tigers. King lines up in the shotgun. He's got three men beside him and uh, takes a snap. He's going to run it himself behind those running backs. And there is nowhere to go, nowhere to hide. Big number sixty-four is looking for scalps, and he just got one. Big time hit by the middle linebacker right there, Cal Foster. Like I said earlier tonight, kale don't don't come to a gunfight with a knife. No, he does he not. Loads for Bear, and he lays it to him. Well, every time you see this young man tackle, he's going full tilt, and he doesn't slow down. They send a man in motion. They fake the jet sweep. Quarterback runs. Good run. He's got off the right side. He gets through the initial surge. He's into the secondary, going to be across the 50, down to about the 46-yard line. Pickup of about seven, and that's enough for Josh Phillips Impact Mortgage first down. That's been their most successful play. Absolutely, that misdirection and the quarterback run has been very, very good to them. Quarterback is in the backfield, sends two men in motion, sends another man in motion. He mishandles a snap. It's on the ground, and there is a host of Aggies down on top of it. We're waiting to see because it's a pile, and it could get nasty underneath there. Yeah. And there's a signal. Fumble recovered by the Aggies. It's number, what is that, 61? I believe that was 61 on the recovery, Dad. And not that, entirely sure. Uh, we don't have a 61. We don't have a 61, so I'm guessing it was not. Uh, I couldn't tell there was so many. Well, that that right there was not. That
3: was That was a great snap. It was just... Right to the quarterback, just mishandled. Bounced um, off his chest. He sure did. I mean, just that's on the quarterback there. That's a freshman mistake. Yeah.
2: Um, something he'll learn from going forward. Something that makes coaches have drinking problems. Okay. <laughs> Cole Redding is lined up in the backfield. He's got Jones beside him, twins to the near side, takes a snap, rolls to his right, looking to pass. He's got a receiver across the 50. Oh, we might see a flag on that. He is ridden out of bounds and then slung once he's deep out of bounds. It's going to be a pickup of about four for number two, Cade Yeager. Uh, The senior is kind of a safety blanket to these quarterbacks. He's somebody they can always look to. Yeager stays in the game. Number 16, Zayden Cruz, is on the far side. Colt Rating is in the shotgun. Jones is beside him. It's going to be second and six. He hands it off to Jones. He gets the edge, but then loses his footing. He's going to go down at about the 45-yard line, and he's the second guy we've seen tonight just lose his footing on this turf. Well, you know, we had a little bit of rain here last night and today, and I don't know how slick the field is, but it could be on the lower ends, the edges, that it may be holding just a little bit of water. been damp. We got a Odin scoreboard update. Lawrence County currently up fourteen to three over West Point and Athens leading twenty-one to seven over Coleman. Uh, good hope is currently up fourteen to nothing over Handsful. Redding takes a snap, goes to his left, pump fakes, throws it downfield, and it is dropped. Uh, it was intended for Cade Yeager. He just couldn't pull it in. I think he started to run before he got the ball. He did, he did. And that was a good dig concept. Uh, Got
3: right behind the backers on that one, but it hit him right in the hands. Should have been a good completion. Ends
2: up bringing fourth down. It's going to be fourth down and four. Ball is spotted. Well-conceived play. It was executed play, except for the drop. Well, I believe the Aggies are going for it. The offense is still in the huddle, and uh, Colt Redding is the one who handles the punting. York is out there at the very least, and they get him to jump. They shifted the line. And while they did, the Ardmore defense jumped, and that is an easy first down for the Aggies. Well, you gotta watch the football. That's, uh, that goes back to junior high
3: football right there. It does. It does. Something that we
2: haven't had a lot of success with this year. Sounds easier than it is, I guess. Well, especially when it's not you that's out there. It's like, you know, guys, the ball's right in front of you. Just look at it. Uh, It's going to be first and 10 now. The ball is going to be spotted on the 40-yard line. Fairview going from left to right on the near hash. One one receiver to either side. York's going to go to the right. He's got a bunch of blockers. He breaks freeze across the 30, down to about the 23-yard line before finally being forced out of bounds. Big pickup by the uh, quarterback, and another Josh Phillips impact mortgage first down for the Aggies. And that, that offensive line is doing a phenomenal job. They're getting to the second
3: level. Um, they're getting a push right there. And uh he's getting he's getting some yards as far as he can
2: touch. 5-11 left in the first half. It's 14-2 Fairview. York swings it out to Jaeger. He catches it, makes a first band miss. He's across a 15. He's dragging defenders down across the 10. And he is down to about the six-yard line. What a hard run after the catch. And a Josh Phillips impact mortgage first down for the Aggies. That wasn't a 5-11, uh, Chris. That was 51 seconds. It's down to 42 now. Right. York takes a snap. He's going to hand it off. Jones goes off the right side. Yeah. Got a hole. Touchdown, Aggies. Great run, great blocking up front. Um, the
3: overhang, outside linebacker was there to make a play and just kind of held up a little bit. I don't know exactly what was going on there. Um, not that he would have tackled them out the end zone anyways, but um, he was
2: there to make the play. Well, that was a good run, well blocked by the Aggies. Uh, killed some clock. We're down to 36 seconds here in the first half, and Colt Redding gets ready to tee it up. There's the kick. It is up. And it is good. So with 36 seconds left in the first half, Fairview adds an extra point to take the lead to 21 to 2. That extra point provides an extra degree of protection for the Aggies. And if you're looking for the extra degree of service for all your insurance needs, give Kalia 212 Insurance Group a call. 212 Insurance has over 10 years of experience serving the Coleman area. 212 Insurance is the official insurance of the Fairview Aggies. Man, I like it when I get to say that a lot because it means that the Aggies are doing really, really well. Speaking of extra degree, too, it,
3: it's starting to get a little chilly out here. It is. Um, I'm getting a little cold. i am some short sleeves on
2: right here. Kind of wish I would have brought a little pullover and whatnot. Well, I, I will make a complaint to management that they need to... uh Turn in the, the temperature up a little bit. Yeah. I, I'm fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're fine. You're wearing long sleeves. You know, we're not. I remember Randolph last Oh, dude, that, that was off. cold. Colt Redding approaches the ball to kick. He's going to kick it. It's going to be received at about the 20. He's up to the 25 to the 30. Cuts to the right hash has a seam. He's across a 40. Couple men to beat, and he is finally ridden down. Let's see where they put him down at. It looks like about the forty-three. We got flags flying. Wow. I didn't see uh, a, a late hit or anything like that. No, I, I saw him kind of struggling a little bit, laying on the ground there. I don't know if something was going on it between them or the regulars, maybe.
3: Good run though from Ardmore. It was. Um, yeah. It was. Fairview did a great job tackling him though. Um, could have been. Could have been a lot more.
2: Well. the... Next to the last guy is the one that got him. Uh, I'm getting getting a little worried. We're waiting on a signal. It's going to be sideline warning, and that's going to be against Ardmore. So, uh, you know, no mark off on that. Ardmore takes over at about the 45. They've got 28 seconds uh, left here in the first half. And their offense isn't really designed to pick up big, big yardage and chunks. Here's another flag. Uh, we're probably going to see something on Fairview now, would be my guess. Cause that was tossed by the sideline judge on the Fairview side. And, uh, alright, I can read his lips. He's talking about Milky Ways. Uh, now we've got a signal and a sideline warning on Fairview. Oh. So it's going to be offsetting warnings that aren't really going to to do anything. And I'm joined by Ezra. Ezra, how are you doing today? Good. So did your football team win this last week? Yes, and
5: we're going to the playoffs this weekend.
2: Well, congratulations on making the playoffs. It's going to be first and ten now. They take the snap. Quarterback runs it himself. He goes around the right side and gets away from one, starts to cut back in reverse field and loses about six.
3: Well, they're probably going to take this one to the halftime, 14 seconds remaining. Um, that's the best thing to do, in my opinion, get to halftime, make some adjustments and see what you can do in the second half.
2: Well, you know what? I agree with you on that. Right now, you got three seconds. They're going to let it wind down. So at the end of the first half, the score 21 to two, Fairview leads. We're going to be right back after these messages with the respected bands. And then we'll have a 212 insurance group halftime show and see if we can't get Kalia to come up here and join us. You're listening to Friday Night Live, Fairview Leads, 21 to 2. We'll be right back.
1: We've spent a lot of time on this. The investigation is finally over. We uncovered several leads, and we have finally found it. We have found what every small business in Coleman has been looking for. Fiber-optic quality internet is here. Utilizing cutting-edge radio technology, Cyber Broadband is now able to offer fiber-optic quality internet in the immediate downtown Colman area and most Coleman industrial parks. More information is available by calling Cyber Broadband, 256-734-1077, 256-734-1077, or on the web at cyberbroadband.net. Are you ready to make your next move in Colman? Hi, I'm Tommy.
6: And I'm Angela. We're not just realtors, we're a family dedicated to helping yours.
1: We're not just about buying or selling property, we're about building connections within our community.
6: From local schools to charity events, we're active because we care about Coleman.
1: When you use us, you're not just getting one realtor, you're getting a team working around the clock for you.
6: With our experience and expertise, we'll guide you through every step of the process.
1: We're the Warhurst Team Realtors at Hagamore Realty Group.
6: We make it happen, you make it home.
0: Coleman Appliance Repair is your locally owned and operated appliance and repair company. Servicing most models and brands, they can be found on Facebook or Google for in-home appliance repair needs. Proudly supporting Coleman area athletics and collegiate football, when that appliance frustrates you and you're in need of a repairman, Robert Brantley is ready to help. You can call him at 256-507-3415 or find him on Facebook, Google, or online at ColemanApplianceRepair.com.
2: Welcome back to Friday Night Live. And now we're about to hear the Ardmore Tiger marching band. (laughs)
8: We got to go to out. We're
9: going to go We're going to go we go We're We're go a good time to go to Okay. Well, they
10: put a chair in front of the place.
3: It's <laughs> kind of like a ride. So you don't want to have big guys there.
10: I swear, he's praying for the hell. Uh, hell? <laughs> <laughs> he he hey, he's pray he said, hey, you got, you got for
2: praying the I told Doug look, you don't need to pray no more. You know, this weird new age like, so. You got any you got bars for praying now? <laughs> I told Doug I or or off by See, we need to do a good job. And what we'll do is you can push him off and I come behind. Hey, look. Just excuse me. He is a, bit of a good player. And by the way, number 72,
8: let's go. Ahead.
2: That was the Ardmore Tiger Marching Band, and they did a fantastic job. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, then we'll be back with the Fairview Band. And we'll be joined by Kalia from 212 Insurance Group, and we'll talk things over on the 212 Halftime Show. You're listening to Friday Night Live at Halftime, Fairview Leeds, 21 to 2
9: hey coleman drivers are you tired of the hassle and confusion when it comes to buying a car well we've got fantastic news for you meet adam acre at mitch smith chevrolet in coleman your go-to guy for a no-nonsense car buying experience hey folks
3: adam here you know buying a car shouldn't be stressful that's why at mitch smith chevrolet we pride ourselves on transparency trust and there's never any bs at ms that's right
9: Adam Aker and the Mitch Smith Chevrolet team are changing the game.
3: I live and breathe Coleman just like you. So when you step into our showroom, you're not just another customer, you're family. Together, we'll find the perfect vehicle to fit your needs and budget. Remember, Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet, what's not to
9: love. If you mention you heard Adam Aker on the radio, he'll get you $250 off your next auto purchase. Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet. Founded in
1: 1887. Coleman Savings Bank serves the people of Coleman with a full line of banking services. One of those services is their Legacy Checking Account, available to those 50-plus, military, teachers, policemen, and firefighters. It features no monthly service charge, interest earned on any balance, free paper or e-statements, and two free boxes of checks per year, along with other features. You can stop by any one of four convenient locations and ask them about the Legacy Checking Account, or visit www.ColemanSavingsBank.com. Com for more information. Coleman Savings Bank, Equal Housing Lender, Member FDIC.
2: Welcome back to Friday Night Live and the Two Twelve Insurance Group Halftime Show. I am joined by Miss Kalia from Two Twelve Insurance. Kalia, uh, you got some big, big news since the last time we talked, and I want to say congratulations because you you have become engaged.
5: I have, yes, thank you. And
2: we will actually be getting. The lucky guy on the air here in a little bit and uh, letting him do some talking. He's going to be joining our broadcast team, I think, in the upcoming weeks uh, to do some games with us. Thank you, Michelle. You're all right. I don't care what Dad says about you. Shout out
5: to Michelle. She's our our favorite person.
2: Michelle is awesome. And, you know, we were talking about it earlier. If right now the band is looking for somebody to feed them before a competition, I think it's either on the 19th or the 21st. I'm pulling it up right now to give you the exact date. So if you have a business and you're looking to, to or a church and you're looking to help out a great cause, it's going to be uh, on the 21st. You can contact the station. We'll put you in touch with Michelle and you can help these, this great group of young people out. So the first first half, it was slow. Uh,
8: it was slow
2: to start with. Uh, the first quarter was a mess. You have at three yards in a cloud of dust. Uh, and they were eating up the clock. We made mistakes, but then the second quarter hit, and it was like we kicked it into it, gear. Literally,
5: the last three minutes of the second quarter, I was like, "Well, there we are. There's
2: our team." Right? Uh, you know, the defense stepped up. They got a couple of turnovers. They got a fumble. They got a big stop, and they got an interception. And, you know, and turned all those into points, which is what you want to see. Mm-hmm. So at halftime, twenty-one to two. Now last week the players of the week were Eric Gonzalez and Barrett York. Um it's really hard to say right now who's who's in the lead for player of the week. Um although I would have to I'd probably have to give a nod right now to York yes. simply because he's got two touchdowns and he's really leading, you know, his uh his offense quite well. But it's gonna we're gonna have to wait and see what happens in the second half. And you
5: know that's the thing is it always seems like when you and I get on here at halftime. And we, when you and I are talking in here on halftime, it all of a sudden is, you know, we're, obviously we never talk bad about our team, but we get on no. here and we're like, guys, wake up. And then they come back second half and then it's like they've got their butts tail, their tails chewed and then they're good.
2: Well, and a new coat of paint's going to have to be yes. put on in the locker room because Coach Redding has blistered it off, you know, with whatever he says. Yes. You know, I have been on the receiving end of some of those halftime speeches, not from Coach Redding. Uh, but from my old coach, Don Woods, and Hartzell, and it's not a fun experience. Oh, gosh. Especially I, if you're one of the ones who made one of those penalties.
5: You know, obviously, I never played football, but I played softball and basketball, and I had a coach from ARAB when I was on a travel team, and he would yell at us, and he would say, I'm not yelling at you, I'm encouraging you.
2: Loudly. Yes, so that's, loudly. Yeah, so that's what we tell that's I'm encouraging you my thing,
5: I'm not yelling at you, I'm encouraging you.
2: <laughs> well, we've seen several penalties uh, in the first half, and – One of them was really costly. You know, we'd gotten a penalty for like a block in the back, and then we tacked on a penalty that was an unsportsmanlike. They were talking a little bit too much. And I I personally know one of the members of this officiating crew, this is one of the top crews you're going to get. I mean, these guys are good. They've been doing it for a long time. We've got to stop with the silly
5: penalties. With the drama. I know that sounds a silly way to call it, but my goodness, I mean – it, it seems like game after game, it's just right. we penalize each other before, I mean, not even doing anything. Yeah, so gir- we exist.
2: Girls, you're all pretty. Just let it go and let's play football. Yes, yeah, we
5: get it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I I talked to Ezra. Earlier, he stopped by and said hello, and I understand they had a win this last they week
5: in overtime. Yes, overtime. Oh
2: wow! So my son plays in Arab, mm-hmm. and we were nothing to nothing at the end of regulation. We go into overtime. We have a goal line stand, three plays inside the one yard line, and we hold them out. We win the game six to nothing, yep. and the place goes berserk. So now we're we're going playoffs. Last year we won one game. And Ezra told me they're going to the playoffs, yep. so we're that,
5: sitting second place. Yeah, and that was the same scenario with us. We won in overtime, and we blocked. They had their their four chances to make their touchdown, and we blocked them every time. They didn't gain anything. So that,
2: that's great. You know, I I've, Ezra is such a, such a great kid, and I've been following his his exploits like on Facebook. Yo, know, and Facebook's stalking him now for a couple of years since he won the mullet competition. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's so cool watching him really grow into a football player.
7: Oh,
2: yeah. And I imagine it's not going to be too many years until you're going to see him out on that football field, and you're going to have to control yourself when he gets hit.
5: Uh-huh. And that's
2: going to be hard because it's hard for me oh, yeah. to control when my son gets hit and I see him just get blasted. But he's going to be tough, and... and there's so many good young kids coming up here in Fairview. This program should be good for a long time. Oh,
5: I think so too.
2: Well, right now uh, the homecoming court is being announced, and uh, you know after this we're going to get back to back to the game. Um, right now, Fairview, I would say is commanding.
5: Yes, I think so too. And their
2: lead, their defense is not giving up anything, although. That quarterback run has been troublesome. Yeah, um, has we got to start finding a way to stop that. I'm worried because there's been several times that they've gotten behind our defense, and their their wide receivers have dropped everything.
5: They have. They. I mean, how many how many recoveries have we had? Three. That's what I was thinking.
2: Yeah, and one interception. Uh yeah, yeah. and yo. Know, They've had wide receivers who were open
5: mm-hmm.
2: and get hit in the chest and can't bring the ball in. You, know, you can't win football games like that. Oh, yeah. So right now, if we had to give the award, I think we'd be in agreement, although it's too close to call.
5: Oh, yeah. I think so, too. You know,
2: right now, I think Mr. Mister Barrett York will be getting his second player, you know, in maybe. two games. But we'll have to wait and see. Um, there's been some big plays made on defense. I'll tell you what, Kel Foster... Is making a case for him to get his second award because he is laying the thunder down on defense. Man, I've watched him hit a couple of guys and I'm just like, man, I'm and, glad that's not me.
5: And I think that he, he was, he got a penalty called on him earlier. Right. And I feel like it set a fire under him, which is, right. that's how, that's how I would be. I'm extremely competitive. And, you know, I just noticed talking about homecoming that, uh, Coach Redding is escorting his daughter. So I think the boys might have spared themselves the butt chewing. Unless Coach Simmons, I mean, he
2: might have probably. Right, right. Time, Coach, so. S- Coach Simmons might be in there, you know, taking over <laughs> for Coach Redding. You know, I, all coaches apparently go to that class where they learn how to do that. Oh, yeah. Three,
5: who is it? Amy Latham, she's a she's in the band. She's awesome. amazing, very talented girl.
2: Well, she is the homecoming queen this year for Fairview, Sweet. and congratulations to that I young know, lady. And
5: before the before we got on here, Chris and I were talking, I told him I was on homecoming court back up uh, fifteen years ago in two thousand seven and he did not care. So <laughs> let's just throw that sh- throw that out there. <laughs>
2: it's not that I didn't care. It's not that I didn't care, please, but I am a guy.
5: He's a guy, boys don't care, and, it's all and, good. And
2: boys are like, okay football time now i need to <laughs> grunt and point and, and get noisy <laughs> well so far first half it's been uh, fairview finally opening up that can of you know what oh
8: yeah
2: uh the score 21 to 2 what do you say final score for this game i think they're going to end up scoring at least once on fairview they'll they'll bust free probably <laughs> yeah. late in the game but I'm thinking the score is going to be 42 to 9. Yeah, I was my final.
5: literally I was saying 42 to 9. And let's just throw that out there. Our two that they have was not um a kick. It was um It was a safety. A safety. Yeah. It was a
2: snap over the quarterback's snap. head, but the defense did really well. They did. And I want to say this, after that safety, you know, you get a free kick and the defense is normally get going to get excellent field position. Colt Redding oh, absolutely so blasted a kick over their head, pinned them deep at like the 15-yard line, and it really stopped that momentum because Ardmore was starting to get it, and Colt Redding took it away. He did. It, it was beautiful. Well, Kalia, thank you so much for joining us on the 212 Insurance Group Halftime Show. Uh, we thank you for all that you've done, you know, working with us at this station, all the stuff you do behind the scenes. With these boys and we will be talking to you again real soon. Yes, talk to you soon. That was 212 Insurance Group halftime show with Miss Galia and Yours Truly. We're going to play a couple commercials. We'll be right back on Friday Night Live.
1: Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck,
2: yes. That would be awesome.
1: Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Alabama. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at HighSchoolOfficials.com. Hey, Sheriff Matt Gentry here. Hey, on behalf
0: of the Coleman County Sheriff's Office, and we look forward to seeing everybody at the ball field. We pray God's blessings on each and every one of y'all. Hey, when you're coming to and from the ball field, stay safe. Don't be distracted in driving. Make sure if you go somewhere afterwards, don't drink and drive. But have a great season and take care. God bless.
1: In business for over 20 years,
9: K&K Logging can handle all your
1: forestry needs, from clear cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs. K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian-owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging, 256-255-3693. 256-255-3693. K&K Logging. In business for over 20 years, K&K Logging can handle all your forestry needs. From clear cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs. K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging 256-255-3693. 256-255-3693. In today's world, broadband internet is is an absolute necessity. Unfortunately, the large cable and phone companies only provide broadband internet where it's profitable for them. For the rest of us, there's Cyber Broadband, providing internet service since 2004. Cyber utilizes a small radio antenna to deliver broadband where cable and DSL don't go. You can join the 21st century today with Cyber Broadband, supporting streaming, VPN access, and everything else you've been wanting to do with that slow internet connection. It's Cyber broadband for the win. They can be found online at cyberbroadband.net or look them up on Facebook.
2: Welcome back to Friday Night Live here at Dafford Smith Stadium. I am Christopher Greer, joined in the broadcast booth by Corey Harris. Uh he is a defensive back and wide receiver coach at Arab. Uh he is a defensive guy, wide receiver guy extraordinaire. My dad's still in the booth, but we're also joined by Mr. Jamie Finch. Uh, who is a big Fairview fan, and I understand that you got engaged.
10: Yes, sir, I did.
2: Congratulations! Thank you. Uh, Fairview getting ready to kick off. What did you see that jumped out to you mistake wise by Fairview in the first first half?
10: Uh, seemed like they came out a little flat from the bye week, right? A little bit to get you know going, but seemed like they once the second quarter hit, they they got a couple two turnovers,
2: right. No, three turnovers. Three turnovers, yeah. So. Colt uh, tees it up. He kicks it off short. It's going to bounce around and finally going to be recovered by the Ardmore Tigers. That almost was very dangerous uh, for that offense. Man, he is so good at kicking short like that and then having it bounce around like it's a nine-iron shot.
3: Well, you can perfect it. I mean, that's that's a great way to
2: get the ball back, right? And open up the half. Wow. Well, it's not my nine, my nine iron shot because that's normally out in the woods somewhere. <laughs> it's going to be first and ten now. The ball is going to be spotted at about the twenty-six yard line, and we got four guys in the backfield: a quarterback and three running backs. He's going to take the snap, rolls out, hands it off around the left side, and nowhere to go. Big stop by the defense. A golden wave of defenders.
3: Well they just got they got wore up. Out front, uh defensive line. I mean they they wore up on the offensive line pretty good on that one. So tough sledge.
2: You know, that offensive line's just not getting any kind of movement on Fairview's defense.
3: That's gonna hurt you as an offensive line coach, does it?
2: Well, no, not necessarily because I'm a Fairview fan and I, I don't apologize for that. The quarterback takes a snap, looks downfield. Throwing into double coverage, and uh, flag comes in late. It's almost picked off. Man, very little contact right there. I thought that was incidental. Uh, let's wait and see what, what the signal is. I believe we're going to see it. There it is, pass interference on the Yaggies. It's another penalty. Jamie, that's just too many for a game.
10: How many is that now?
2: I'm going to say it's probably about six, and they've no, been seems, big ones.
10: Seems like every time we play at home, it's penalties, penalties,
2: penalties. Well, it gives you something to work on as a coach. That's going to be that'll make another Josh Phillips Impact Mortgage first down for the Tigers. They come up first and ten now. The ball's going to be spotted on the 37. Quarterback's got two guys in the backfield. He hands it off to one of them. He goes off left guard and he is met immediately. I believe that was number 65 Jaden Pineda on the tackle and it was. Man, he blasted him before he got to the line of scrimmage. That's a loss of a yard.
3: That was a uh, he came in
2: like that was a freight train, right buddy. Boom. Yeah, I, he didn't give him a chance to get to Cale Foster. Quarterback's got three backs beside him now. He takes a snap. He's going to re- reverse out now, looking to pass. Got a man deep, but he's covered. He's going to run, being chased by a host of Aggies. Big time hit. He gets across the forty-five. Who was that on the hit? Looks like it was number 16. That's uh, Zayden Cruz on the hit. He made him pay for that one.
3: Unfortunately, though, he did pick up a lot of yards, so we're looking at third and short uh, from middle of the field.
2: Ball spotted at the 46. You know, the defense has been bending but not breaking since that first quarter. Got some movement there. The quarterback hands it off. He's going around the left side. Nowhere to go. Guess who? Number 64, Cale Foster, comes in on the big hit. Man, how cool is it to have a linebacker that big that can run that good?
10: Uh, definitely is a uh, he's an impact player for sure. Seems like when he's playing better, seems like the defense is going the same way he is. So.
2: It's going to bring up a fourth and about six, and the punter is on the field. It's close to uh, midfield. I wouldn't be surprised to see them fake it. It's a bad snap. The punter can't handle it. He picks it up, kicks it, and it bounces at about the forty-five, barely across midfield. He did so good just to get that away, but that's only going to be a punt of about fifteen yards. That
3: could be that could have been a lot worse. He's, he's oh, very yeah. lucky to have done that um and even flipped the field because that could have been six.
2: Oh, easily could have been six. They're gonna spot it at about the forty yard line. Man, that was an excellent, excellent job just getting that punt away. He's going to bring up first and 10. York is out there in the backfield. He's got Jones beside him, the junior running back. Very dangerous. Twins to the near side. They're going from right to left. He swings it out. He's got Jaeger. He's in the flats. He's across a 40, across a 50. He has a block. Finally going to be brought down at the 47 not before picking up about 13 in a Josh Phillips impact mortgage first down.
3: Offensively right there, Fairview's throwing the screen. They're really getting them out of the box. They're having to defend out wide. That's going to open up some running lanes here, I'm assuming.
2: York takes a snap. We'll find out. Man, he hands it off to Jones, and he loses his footing. Third time we've seen that tonight. Jamie, how much rain did they get up this way today? Because it seems like the field might be wet.
10: Uh, I'm sure it is. We got, it rained one, three times about an hour right not just torrential down
2: floor, but, enough yeah. to make it nice and soggy For
10: sure,
2: it's going to be second down and 10 york's in the shotgun twins to the far side he's going to run the option to the right pitches it out to jones jones gets to the edge lowers his shoulder and lowers a boom on a defender across the 45 finally going to be brought down at about the 42 it's going to bring up third down and four which is a whole lot better than third and ten
3: Well, it makes it manageable, and and you don't want to get in third and long situations. Um, You want to keep the chains moving, so obviously um, that gets you in position to get a first down easily. opens up the playbook as well a little bit more.
2: It's going to be third down, four yards to go. And right now it looks like Colt Redding is on the field, the right-hander. He's joined by Jones in the backfield, takes the snap. He hands it off to him. He goes off left guard, bounces it outside, loses his footing again. He gets across a 40, down of a 38. Let's see where they mark it down. They're going to save a 39, very close to the sticks. But right now it looks like it's short. I would be checking his cleats if it was me, just making sure he's got the right type of cleats on because this is twice on one drive now. And uh, he had a big seam right there. That was going to go for a while. Something going for it. Colt running in the shotgun. See if they shift like they did. No, they do not. He hands it off to Jones. Left guard. He's got a hole across the 30. Makes a cut. He's down to the 20, down to the 10, down to the 5. Touchdown, Aggies! That was not Barrett-Jones. That was number 14, Jake Harper, the sophomore on that run. And, man, he planted his foot, hit the Jets, and, Jamie, he was gone. Oh, yeah, he was, not he
10: seems like he's...
2: We saw Jones. We saw Jones slip twice, making that that plant that cutback. Yo, that time he he was able to make it. Like I said, I'd be checking Jones's cleats. Colt reading in for the point. After the kick is up, the kick is good, and that extra point provides an extra degree of protection for the Aggie lead. And if you're looking for the extra degree of service for all your insurance needs, give Kalia 212 Insurance Group a call. 212 Insurance has over 10 years of experience. 212 Insurance Group is the official insurance of the Fairview Aggies. And that extends that lead out to 28-2. to Man, how hard is it going to be for an offense like Ardmore to come back over a gap like that?
3: Well, they're they're not built to do that, and uh, they've already shown this game that they can't throw the ball very well, right? Uh, and that's what they're going to have to do. Uh,
2: well, they can throw it. The problem is catching it. You know, they the quarterback can sling the ball. It's just right now they they're not doing a good job of bringing it in. Let's see. Right now, uh, we've got a scoreboard. Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard update. Coleman scores again to. Cut the lead that Athens has. 21-14, to 14, Athens is ahead. Colt Redding getting ready to kick the ball off. He's got it on the tee. Going to be going from right to left in their gold uniforms, purple helmets. And it's a high short kick. Fair catch signal at the 30 and caught. Ardmore takes over at the 29. Now, Jamie, I know that you played. What position did you play when you played football?
10: Uh, I was running back, now. of course.
2: Okay. These running backs for Fairview are so good. And it seems like there's so many of them. It's like they have a factory that just produces them. You know, you've got Eli Frost, who's in street clothes tonight. Now you've got Carson Jones. Then you've got Jake Harper behind him. And I understand there's some more that are, you know, down to the JV level getting ready to come up.
10: That's for sure. And it seems like they all have that burst. Right. They get, they get that open and they're, they're gone.
2: Well, they're going to hand it off to the left-hand side. And, man, there was nowhere to go on that for Ardmore. 65, Jaden Pinetta makes the tackle for about a five-yard loss. We're going to say a four-yard loss on that, but that was so well defended on the edge by those corners and linebackers. There was just nowhere to go on that edge. He had to cut it back in, and there's a golden wave coming.
10: It definitely seems like they made some adjustments because uh, they're making, they're getting penetration
2: now. So. Quarterback's in the backfield. He's going to run it himself off of right guard. Gets by one, gets by another. He's fighting his way across the 35. Up to the 37, a flag comes flying in. I believe we're probably going to see a face mask right here. I could be wrong, but it came from the back judge. Uh, there's a couple of flags on the field. So, I didn't see a face mask there, guys, but... I'm thinking that's what we're about to see the call. Well, they're moving the ball yep. um,
3: back or,
2: or um, it's the signaling on Fairview. Yep. Yep, it's a personal foul face mask wow. on Fairview. Moves it across the 50. That's a Josh Phillips impact mortgage first down. It's going to put the ball up at about the 47.
3: They've had some success with the misdirection counter and see if they... They have.
2: The freshman, Alex King, is in at the shotgun. He's going to run it himself off the right guard. He gets through the initial line. That's been their best play. He's up across the 40 to about the 39 and a half. And you got some guys getting up slow. It's going to be very close to the sticks, waiting on a signal. They're going to say he's down about two yards shy. It's going to be second down and about two yards to go. Fairview stacking the box. They got one man back deep on defense. The freshman King is in the shotgun. He's got nobody in the backfield. Sends a man in motion. He's going to fake the jet, running himself off the left guard. He's going to pick it up. He's got three, four, maybe five yards. He's going to be brought down by a host of Aggies at about the 34-yard line, but not before picking up six yards when he only needed one. That's a Josh Phillips impact mortgage first down for the Tigers. The score, 28-2, to 525 left in the third quarter. And uh, they start to substitute, then they think better of it, and they call that defender back. He would not have made it in. Both teams go in hurry up, man. Man, that's hard to defend against. Quarterback takes a snap. He runs it off the left side, trying to cut back to the right. Nowhere to go, and the Aggies stop him. He's going to maybe pick up second effort. He gets about four yards, but initially great defense. James. All fans
3: can consider that's a pretty good run. They had him yeah. for the backfield a little bit. Again, Ardmore with the misdirection. Um, the counter's working well for them, uh, but eventually they're going to have to throw the football.
2: It's going to bring up second down at about six. Now, if you're Ardmore, do you try and put the ball in the air? You've had no success. They go with a hard count. Fairview does not jump. Quarterback is in the backfield by himself. Now he sends a man in motion, hands it off on a jet. Goes around the right side. He's got a little bit of an edge. He gets up to the 25. He's across the 25, down to about the 23. 23. He's going to pick up about nine yards. He only needed about six. That's a Josh Phillips impact mortgage first down for the Tigers. And Jamie, what we've seen traditionally in the second half or in the second quarter is this is where turnovers happen or big plays for the defense. Let's wait and see. They send a man in motion. Quarterback is going to keep it. He goes right off the guard and uh, he has hit. By uh number fifty Gonzalez. Uh big, big hit by him, but not before he picks up four or five on first down, guys. And you know, if you're Ardmore, you gotta be happy with that.
3: Well sure. Uh, but the the problem is obviously we're looking at three minutes left in the third quarter. Um, a little too late on this
2: effort. Second down and six. And uh again, everybody in the box, you got one man deep and he ain't that deep for fairview they send a man in motion quarterback runs it himself off the right side he runs right into a wall pickup of probably about two it's going to bring up third down and four
3: earlier the play before they actually run the wildcat Uh, their freshman quarterback is out they had had another one in running the wildcat and had some success see if they go back to that later on the drive
2: well king comes back in and uh, he is in he's, he's an impressive young man nobody in the backfield sends an H back in motion runs it himself goes off right guard and uh, he's hit but he's going to be real close to the stick seven, second effort got it uh, he kept his legs pumping picked up about 7 and a Josh Phillips impact mortgage first down for the Tigers down to about the 10 we got 2.33 left going to be a timeout by the aggies they're going to talk it over we're going to do the same we'll be right back the score 28 to 2 on friday night live
4: live 95 is brought to you in part by merchants bank of alabama a division of south point now with several locations across the state but still located in the heart of coleman county they are a proud sponsor of coleman community radio on live 95 Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point Bank, member
1: FDIC. When you make the right decision, it feels good like picking the perfect place to have dinner or choosing a good night's sleep over binge-watching TV all night. It feels really good to make the right insurance decisions too. That's why State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer is right here in Coleman County to help you select the right protection at the right price. Tisha will make sure you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. With State Farm agent Tisha Brewer, it's easy to make the right choice.
5: I'm Tisha at Tisha Brewer State Farm. We're located behind Cook's Pest Control at 909 Fisher Street. You can reach us at 256-734-4645. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
2: Welcome back to Friday Night Live. 233 left in the third quarter and it's going to be first and 10 from a the 11. They can get a first down without scoring. Uh They're running the Wildcat now. That young wide receiver is going to keep it himself, and he got buried. Man, did you see that hit. The,
10: the hole closed up pretty fast. Uh, they're, they're
2: hitting, that's for sure. Man, they're being really physical up front. That hole, it was there, and then it vanished. He didn't get anything. He stays in at second down and 10. Nobody in the backfield. Waiting to see. He's going to take it around the right side. And oh my goodness. Guess who that was. Big number 64. Made him pay for that. Yep, Cale Foster. Man, I love watching that young man hit. That's going to be a loss of about see they're backing up the sticks well that's why there's a flag i believe we had a holding call gentlemen and somehow we missed it now look the two of y'all are supposed to keep me straight on that stuff we got to do a better job as spotters it's going to be second down at about 20 to go that's going to back them up outside the red zone to about the 21 yard line (laughs) And uh, this is not a big yardage offense. They send one man in motion. He's out wide to the left. Quarterback's got two beside him, takes a snap. The freshman looks downfield. He only has one guy to throw it to. And, oh, man, they drew the pass interference. It was an uncatchable ball. And uh, we're probably fixing to see another flag because a Fairview player just threw it up in the stands. Um, do not need to do that. That is not a good thing to do. Well, in high
3: school football, I don't believe the ball has to be considered catchable for pass interference. So, Right. Um, the fa- even, it was not catchable at all. I'm not even really sure what the route was and where the ball was being thrown. But regardless, there was interference and, and the flag was thrown.
2: Well, apparently not. It looks like they're waving it off. No, nope, there it is. Okay, we're still waiting on them to mark it off. Oh wow! Did we just dodge a bullet on that? There was an ineligible receiver downfield for Ardmore that cancels out the big, big penalty. That we dodged a bullet on, guys.
3: Well, again, I'm not exactly
2: sure. I like to call passing. You're gonna to have to pass it eventually, but that that was not the concept. Quarterback takes a snap, takes a handoff, tries to hit a man across the middle. Very well defended. Uh, that was batted down by a Fairview defender. That was Colt Redding on the defense, and it's going to bring up third down at about 20.
3: I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, you you were looking at second down. You, had to, you have to get some yards out there and make it more manageable in third down.
2: Well, um, w- what I don't like, guys, is they only have one target for the quarterback, you know, and he's getting blanketed. Now they've got trips to the far side. They're going to throw a screen. And uh, it's complete. He dodges the first guy, and he loses his footing and slips down. Man, that field condition must be pretty bad, Jamie. Yeah, he's going like, to drop five.
10: Yeah, it seems like once they get outside the hashes, I don't know if it's holding water out right there, but it's definitely you see him sliding on that right outside the hash marks.
2: Well, the kicker we saw in the pregame, he's got a big leg, but I don't think he's got one this big. I mean, that ball's all the way back to about the twenty-six. You know, that would be 36, be about a 42-yard field goal. So uh they're going to go for it on fourth and 30. Quarterback takes a snap, steps up. He gets blasted right as he throws, and it is incomplete. Incomplete out of the back of the end zone. I don't see any flags, so uh that's going to be it. The Aggies will take over on downs. Man, dodged a bullet, guys. We got 36 seconds left in the third. And Fairview's leading 28-2. to two. That was a long drive for Ardmore. It, it wow. was. Killed a lot of clock.
3: Didn't didn't come out with any points, though. So that was a, a long drive, but, but nothing out of it.
2: Right. Well, Fairview lines up. They've got Colt Redding out on the field. It looks like Harper's beside him, number 14. That sophomore is explosive. Redding t- rolls to his left, gets a good block, looks downfield, has a man, and can't connect. Had a man behind the defense, threw the ball where only his guy could, had a shot at it, but it was just past the fingertips, a number two, Kate Yeager.
3: He had a hand on it, and like Coach always says, Coach Ship, he says, uh, you, you get a hand on it, you better come down with it. So, uh, should have came down with it, great corner out right there, um, but just didn't connect.
2: It's going to be second down and ten, and uh, – Let's see what they dial up. Colt Redding stays in. He's got Harper beside him. Takes a snap. He hands it off to him. He's hit immediately, gets by one, and then he is stacked up by the defense, but he's pushing and churning. He's going to pick up about four hard yards there. A uh, great second effort by that young man. His offensive line helped getting behind him and pushing a little bit. you got to love seeing that.
3: Offensive line's definitely controlling the line scrimmage there. Um, zone concepts running, man on man. Uh, they're doing a great job running back, getting behind his pads and,
2: and picking up the hard yards. It's going to be third down, about six yards to go. And that's going to be the end of the third quarter. The score at the end of three, 28-2. We'll be right back after these messages on Friday Night Live.
4: Guthrie's Auto Service has been providing quality automotive service since 1985. Located in Coleman on Eva Road, just north of 157, Guthrie's Auto Service is a AAA-approved and Napa Auto Care Center, meaning... Their repair work is warrantied up to three years or 36,000 miles. And because they're part of the Napa Auto Care Network, their work is also warranty at over 14,000 Napa Auto Care locations across the country. Terry Guthrie and his team are award-winning, collecting Napa's Auto Care Center of the Year for the Nashville Distribution Center, and a People's Choice Award in 2020. More information is online at guthriesautoservice.net.
1: For 30 years, Budget Blinds has been the leader for beautiful window coverings. No need to travel when Budget Blinds brings the store to your door. From blinds and draperies to shutters and shades, Budget Blinds has been transforming windows all over North Alabama. And we make it easy with your in-home consultation, custom measuring, and installation. Budget Blinds, 256-727-65. 256-727-6550 50, 256 727 or budgetblinds.com slash call
5: Coleman Electric Cooperative has been providing electricity and community of support to help local people and businesses grow for the last 86 years. The co-op is adding to that legacy with its new Sprout Fiber Internet, giving its members access to blazing fast gigabit internet speeds with unmatched reliability and extraordinary customer service. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet. Powerful connections,
6: brighter future.
2: Welcome back to Friday Night Live. Fairview has the ball. They hand it off to the right side. He's across a 40. He's across a 50. That's Barrett York. No, he kept the ball himself. He's down to about the 46-yard line. Big pickup in a Josh Phillips impact mortgage first down. He takes a snap. He's going to hand it off. I believe that is Harper. He plants his foot, makes an excellent cut. He saw that seam in the zone blocking and... uh, Picked up about seven, maybe eight yards, up to about the 38-yard line. Number 65 right there, Jaden Bonita with a pancake block. I know you'd like to see that. Oh, we love seeing that. It's going to be second and two. York takes a snap, hands it off to Harper off the left guard. He picks up four. That's a Josh Phillips impact. Morgan's first down for the Aggies. Man, great pickup. They're starting to move the ball like we know the Aggies do. Well they're going fast too. They're moving at a fast pace, and that's what they have the most success.
3: Uh
2: Colt Redding and Carson Jones checking the game now. They're in the shotgun. Twins to the far side. Redding takes a snap, fakes a handoff. He's looking, and now he's gonna run it himself. Good decision by that young quarterback. Both receivers were blanketed. A lesser quarterback would have thrown that and probably been picked off. He he recognized it, picked up a couple of yards. I
3: saw a window.
2: I saw a window. Yeah, he there, there, there was. Number 10 had a window going across. Right. But then throw, they picked though. back up on him. Safety picked up on him. Redding takes a snap. He's going to hand it off to Jones off the left side. Picking his way forward, he finds a seam. He's across the 30. He's across the 26, down to about the 25. Good run on second down for the junior. It's going to pick up about eight yards and make a very manageable third and two. Well, when you can run the ball the way they run the ball right now, you can do a lot of things offensively. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rating in the shotgun, Jones beside him, takes a snap. He's going to run it himself squeezes through a hole across the 20 and easily picks up Josh Phillips impact Morgan's first in and I'll tell you something I like seeing right there the zone blocking scheme by the Aggies up front was moving that line of scrimmage Gonzalez Eric Gonzalez number 50 put his man down yeah. pancaked him then helped him up after the play Barrett York is back in flags go flying we had happy feet in the backfield Carson Jones moved a bit it's going to be movement on the Aggies. That's going to drop them back. Hate to see that.
3: Well, again, you don't want to have penalties, especially on first down. It uh, backs you up first and 15, especially when we have a good drive, go, and sustained. So, um, again.
2: Hopefully they'll be able to pick back up with the momentum. But that does usually kill the momentum. Absolutely. It's going to be first down. About 15 to go. Barrett York in the shotgun. Twins to the near side. Hands it off to Jones, and he slips and falls. Fourth time we've seen that. Uh, He goes down about the 19. Picks up a few yards. That field must be a lot slicker than what I thought it was. I thought maybe it was just the lower end, but... People are falling out in the middle out there, you know. I don't understand it, Dad, because I was on the field pregame. Yeah. And it didn't seem to be really sloppy, but apparently it is. Either that or we got some kids playing in basketball shoes, one or, one or the other.
8: <laughs>
2: York takes a snap. He's he's going to run it himself. Goes off the left side. Flag comes in. He's got a seam down to the 10, the 5. Touchdown, Aggies. But wait a minute. Let's wait and see what the flag is. I believe it's going to come back. It's going to be a, yeah, holding, it's going to be a holding call that will be against Fairview. And man, that takes a touchdown off the board. You hate to see that. It's going to back them all the way up to about the 29 yard line. It's going to, First have 25. Up to this
3: point, especially in the second half, this this drive has been riddled with, with flags and penalties and miscues. Um, not something you want to say if you're a Fairview Aggie fan.
2: No, I've got a list over here, and it's getting longer and longer. We had a problem a couple games ago with that. I mean, we had like 18 penalties, but they corrected it the last game. Well, York's going to hand it off to uh, Harper. He goes off the right side, picks back up some yardage. But it's still gonna be uh very long, third and long, about about third and eighteen or so.
3: Well this down the distance right here, punting is not really an option. Um kicker's got a great leg, so he we went in field goal position put some points on the board, but uh definitely looking like
2: two down territory to me. Yeah, definitely. It's gonna be third down about eighteen. Pick, pick up a good chunk right here and set yourself up for fourth down. And York drops back. He's looking downfield. He's got a man, but it's overthrown. That's going to be incomplete. Hard to see what that throw right there was way, way out of
3: bounds. Almost went through the goal post. Uh, vertical's concept. They had a seam running
2: into the fade. Um, looked like he was open. He was open. It was just overthrown yeah. on that one. Well, we're going to go for it on fourth down. Uh, I don't think we are. Uh, oh. Colt Redding is the kicker, If they send him out there. That ball is going to be teed up at about the 28-yard line. It's going to be about a 38-39-yard kick. Well, we're waiting. There's a snap. The kick is up. He's got plenty of leg.
6: Oh, no. and it's good. no
2: good. Just wide to the right. Well, that was close. Man, it was. He had another 10 yards on that, guys. Yeah, he's uh, just a little bit off. That's impressive in high school football. It is. Kick it that, back. Well, that if, distance. Uh, especially should, with a sophomore. Yeah, you should have seen the kicker they had before him. That young man I was talking about earlier, Elijah Guy, he was good for like 55. Yeah. You know, that's, and that's, that's a weapon. And not only that, but he was a punter as well. Did kickoffs. He was a great directional punter. I thought he was a better punter than he was a kicker. Well, I mean, he was so good at pinning people deep. I think what he had, 56 the other day? No, it was 43. Was it 43? Yeah. Still further than I could kick it. Yeah, just by bit. Hardboard takes a snap. They hand it off. He's going around the right side. He gets the edge. He's going to pick up about five, six yards. Very hard-fought yards by that young man. Uh, good run on first down for the Tigers. Give them credit. They're
3: they're not giving up.
2: It's 28-2 oh, yeah. right now, seven minutes in the fourth
3: quarter. They're still running the ball hard, uh, running with fight. That that wing tee, again, not built to come back from a huge deficit, but it's very difficult for a defense to defend.
2: Although at uh, Fairview doesn't seem to be having much issue with that right now. No, not so much. They take the snap. They're going to hand it off going off the left side, and he has got nowhere to go. Wow. Massive penetration. One, that was a jailbreak two, by the defensive line. There was six Aggies in that pile, getting up from that pile right there. Take your pick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you just can't run the ball into that. It, it doesn't no. matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you do. You know, if you've got six defenders on that running back, he's not going there. It looks like they're bringing the Wildcat formation. Uh, I agree they are. Uh, that young man is number 10, Peyton Gatlin, the junior. He's going to take it and hand it off. Uh, kind of fake them a little bit. That's going to be a pickup of about eh, four yards or so, but it's still going to bring up fourth down and long. Do you dial up a fake right here? Well,
3: you can't You can't pun it um, at, at this point. you got to go... You gotta go for it.
2: Um, call your best play. You got nothing to lose. Right. We got an Odin's Autoglass scoreboard update right now. Lawrence County is currently up twenty-one to nine over West Point. And we are all losing that one. There's a snap. There's a kick. It is you not right. a great kick. It's high and short. Bounces at the fifty. And it just dies. I mean, that thing bounced one time and and it it was just nothing, kind of like it's hitting on a wet field. Yeah, imagine that. Yeah, yeah. That that is an astute observation. You remember when we used to play after it rained? Did you you punt the ball or kick the ball? And, and it was it just kind of go flat. <clears throat> yeah, sticks. it just land. Yeah, that is awesome. Well, we got twins to the far side. And it looks like Redding's in the backfield. He's going to hand it off. That's Harper. He takes a stab. Got a, big got a scene. Big hole. Plants his foot at the 30. He's got one man to beat. He's going to be brought down, but not before getting up to about the 18. Make that 17-yard line. Big pickup there, Dad, of about 32. And a Josh Phillips impact mortgage. First down for the Aggies. They rush back to the line of scrimmage. They hand it off to him again. Going to the left side. Very patient runner. He lets the hole develop. wasn't a lot there that time, but he picked up about twenty or about six yards there on that last play. Big gain. Kade Yeager on the outside, really sealing off the perimeter, really blocking the receivers, really springing that run for a huge gain. They hand it off to him again. He goes off the right side and is brought down. That was actually a handoff to Jones, number yeah. twenty six. And uh, Barrett Barrett York comes back in the ballgame. Big number 19. The left-hander. And he's going to face a third down and one. Yo, Dad, go ahead and take over play by play. All right. I got three wide receivers on the left. Ball snapped. Handed off to Jones straight up the middle. And he got the hat trick. Touchdown, Fairview.
3: That's hard running right there. That's hard yeah, running. That's tough to stop that. But like I said, offensive line's been wearing out defensive line all night. It's not surprising to see. Lining up for the extra points. Up, it's good. Fairview's leads thirty-five to two. With four minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. Um, this game started out pretty, pretty ugly, but uh, yeah, first quarter was kind of draggy. It was sort of like Fairview, you know, got out there and did real well, and then once that drive ended, we went to sleep. Well, the good thing about football is it's a game is played in four quarters, and usually yep. the best team will come out on top. Uh, Fairview did not win the first quarter, but they sure won the rest of
2: it. Yeah, that is a fact. They're able to run the ball. They're able to throw the ball. It's uh, kind of imposing your will. Absolutely. Two dogs are going to up and caught, and one of them is bleeding in bloody.
3: <laughs> well, I wouldn't be surprised to start seeing some, some new faces out there at this point, up 33 points for uh-huh. remaining.
2: Good possibility.
3: Get some playing time for some of these some of these kids working hard.
2: Well, they do, you know, work mom there pretty regular. Absolutely. Well, that was a big score, and that point after took it to 35 to nothing, and it provided an extra degree of protection for the Aggie lead. And if you're looking for the extra degree of service for all your insurance needs, give Kalia 212 Insurance Group a call. 212 Insurance with over 10 years of experience serving the Coleman area is the official insurance group of the Fairview Aggies. So, we just got a couple of smoked hot dogs, and I have not tried these yet. So, let's let's give the official, you know, kind of take on them. We're eating these plain right here to see how taste, smoky taste, they tasty. are. So, here we go, guys. One, two, three. Not too much. It's a different flavor. That's, that's impressive. Yeah, And uh, Ardmore takes a snap, rolls out to the right. He's got a man that's complete up to about the 35 going down the sideline. Going to be forced out of bounds at the 46 and a flag comes in late. And meanwhile, while we wait, I have to say, this is impressive. I mean, you know... Most places, you're getting a hot dog, maybe you put on the rollers, steam. One of the cheap ones.
3: Oh, uh, uh, the bars, maybe. Mm-hmm. You
2: know, that's all I can afford really. But. <laughs> well, these are like ballpark, Oh, okay, Absolutely. And you've got a good smoky flavor to it. Again, impressive.
3: Yeah. So very good. The day, I had the barbecue nachos, and now I have the <laughs> hot dogs.
2: Don't forget, you got to go get a pizza. I got the pizza done right, They're pizza. out. They're out right now. Are they out? Yeah, that's why we ended up with hot dogs. Uh, you know, and again, this is the treatment you get here at Fairview, which is part of the reason why we love coming here. Uh, yeah. Because Mich- Michelle does such a good job taking care of us. The penalty has been announced. It was an unsportsmanlike call on Ardmore. Backing them up, it's going to be first in about an eighth of a mile or so. Um, Not many plays in the playbook for this. No. Uh, Quarterback takes a snap. He's going to pitch it forward in some type of shovel pass, and nobody was fooled. That loses another three yards. I thought his knee was down when he got the snap, though.
3: It could have been. Uh, Again, at this point, you're looking at second in a long, long ways. There's not many plays in the playbook. That, that you had to get this. Um, again, I would, I would look for Ardmore to probably run the football right here. Um, we're looking at three minutes remaining in the game. Uh, probably gonna run the, run the ball, runs
2: the clock, try to get, get home on the bus. You know, we say that and then they swing it out to the right hand side. The pass is complete up to about the 41. Then he is immediately knocked out of bounds. He's gonna bring up third down at about 15 now for the Tigers, a score 35 to 2. Fairview comfortably has this in hand. Just so you know, the Fairview marching band will be playing um, at after the game. We're going to stay and listen to them and get that broadcasted. Quarterback takes a snap, looks downfield. He's got a man who is triple covered. Not a very wise throw right there, guys. That's how interceptions happen. Well, well at, at, at this point, obviously, interceptions not going to make a break the game, nor is it score. But the
3: passing attack—they've had some success on recently. Last couple of plays. Where's that been the last three
2: quarters? Yeah. No. They—they've only got accurate the last last quarter in a couple minutes. Well, I want to disagree with you. You know, they've been accurate, but they've only been able to really bring it in in the last few minutes. Yeah. It's going to bring up fourth down, about 16 yards to go. We have a timeout. And there's a timeout. We're going to take one as well. The score 35 to 2. 248 left in the ball game. We'll be right back after these messages on Friday Night Live
1: h s Appliance Outlet is an overstocked scratch and dent dealer offering quality name brand appliances at major discounted prices up to 75% off. h Appliance Outlet also offers factory authorized repair services as well as financing options. To better serve the needs of North Alabama, h Appliance Outlets are conveniently located in Coleman, Hartzell, and Aram. A proud veteran and family owned business who's happy to be of service and can be reached on Facebook at h Appliance Repair or by 256 735 4184. 256 735 4184. HNS Appliance Outlet, a proud supporter of Coleman Community Radio. There are many advantages when you bank locally with people you know. Eva Bank will get you started or restarted. Eva Bank offers many loan choices. We stay flexible and put your situation first. What matters to you matters to us. We are specialty lenders with programs for home purchases, home construction, land purchases, manufactured homes with or without land, commercial real estate, and other consumer or business loans. Eva Bank is your one-stop lender. process is fast and easy. You can apply in person over the phone at 256-255-2000 or you can visit us online at www.evabank.com to get started today. EVA Bank, NMLS number 414640. Member FDIC, equal housing lender.
2: All right. Who we got Welcome going back in to Friday Night Live. I am Christopher Greer joined by my partners in crime, Mr. Corey Harris and Joseph Greer. We have a new quarterback coming in the game for the Aggies. That is number 12, Connor Scott, the freshman. Uh-huh. And Ardmore kicked it away during that commercial break. We're a bit confused by calling a timeout and then kicking it. He's going to hand the ball off to his running back. He goes forward for about two yards. Looks like we've got some of the young guys coming in for the Aggies, and we love calling their names as well. Was that number 13? Uh, Carrying the ball? No, I don't have a 13. No, no, we do not. Uh, it was number 31. We don't have a 31 on our sheets either. Wow. Um, they ain't even got them printed up yet. Hey, you know They're what? They're so new on the team. Still, that's a great thing. That's part of the reason why you got such good players coming up is you develop them when they're young. That's true. Quarterback takes a snap. He's going to roll to his right. He looks downfield. It's complete up to about the 39-yard line, and he gets hit immediately. Number 32, Colin Nelson on the catch, and a completion by the freshman, number 12, Connor Scott. That was a great hook route right there. He ran a great... With like 12-yard route, came back to quarterback, easy throw and catch
3: there. Um, This is a great time. You've got young players, and this may seem insignificant to a lot of people, but to these players, the coaching staff, the team, this is critical for building on their success. These minutes are so important to their development long-term.
2: Sophomore number 33, Braden Brooks is out there beside Connor Scott and the shotgun twins to the far side third and two he's going to hand it off to Brooks he's going to go off the left side has a seam go. he's across the 50 he might go he's down to the 40 what a run finally going to be brought down at the 30 yard line fantastic run by the sophomore Braden Brooks wow third and two picks up a Josh Phillips impact mortgage first down fantastic carry by that young man well, it's easy too when you've got that offensive line just eating like they're doing right now. I mean yeah, I phenomenal think, job. They're rocking and rolling, they no doubt. Well the young kids come off the field and I think we're about to see victory formation, folks. I believe uh, you're right. Barrett York is out there, they're not gonna try and score. Uh that's not who they are, even though that I picked you know, my point spread was saying they would score more points. Uh coach said no. Well, Barry, I, I won anyway. Right. Barrett York takes the snap. He's going to knee it down, and here's a homecoming victory for the Aggies. 35-2. to Fairview wins. We'll be right back after these messages with a recap, and then we're going to hear the Aggie band. You've been listening to Friday Night Live. Final score at Dafford Smith Stadium, 35-2. to We'll be right back. After these messages. A game
7: without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Alabama. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the AHSAA and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. In the game of mortgages,
1: experience matters. Meet Josh Phillips, a veteran with over 13 years in the mortgage industry. As a leader in the local mortgage community, Josh is more than just a lender. He's a partner who believes in making an impact. At Impact Mortgage Group, they're not just making mortgages. They're making a positive impact on borrowers and our community. You can experience the difference, too, with Josh Phillips at Impact Mortgage Group. I'm Josh Phillips of Impact Mortgage Group. You can reach me at 256-338-2920, and I'll show you how my experience can help impact your next home purchase. In MLS number 338-177. We've spent a lot of time on this. The investigation is finally over. We uncovered several leads, and we have finally found it. We have found what every small business in Coleman has been looking for. Fiber optic quality internet is here. Utilizing cutting-edge radio technology, Cyber Broadband is now able to offer fiber optic quality internet in the immediate downtown Coleman area and most Coleman industrial parks. More information is available by calling Cyber Broadband, 256-734-1077. 256-734-1077 256 or on the web at cyberbroadband.net. Are you ready to make your next move in Coleman? Hi, I'm Tommy.
6: And I'm Angela. We're not just realtors. We're a family dedicated to helping yours.
1: We're not just about buying or selling property. We're about building connections within our community.
6: From local schools to charity events, we're active because we care about Coleman.
1: When you use us, you're not just getting one realtor. You're getting a team working around the clock for you.
6: With our experience and expertise, we'll guide you through every step of the process.
1: We're the Warhurst team Realtors at Hagamore Realty Group.
6: We make it happen, you make it home.
0: Coleman Appliance Repair is your locally owned and operated appliance and repair company. Servicing most models and brands, they can be found on Facebook or Google for in-home appliance repair needs. Proudly supporting Coleman area athletics and collegiate football, when that appliance frustrates you and you're in need of a repairman, Robert Brantley is ready to help. You can call him at 256-507-3415 or find him on Facebook, Google, or online at ColemanApplianceRepair.com.
2: Welcome back to Friday Night Live. I am Christopher Greer, the final score here, 35-2 at Dafford Smith Stadium. And, Dad, you know, Coach Harris, what did you guys see that jumped out at you? All right, one thing that I noticed, we came out early, we had a good drive, we ended up having a fumble, and it just seemed like that deflated us. All the wind went out of our sails. And the rest of that quarter, we didn't really do anything. It was sort of kind of, we just were there, lethargic and showing up. But coming out in the second quarter, we picked it up, and we really turned it on on the third and the fourth. So, you know, that shows, to me, that shows some resilience. That shows that nobody quit. That shows that they went out and tried their best, and they did especially well here in this fourth quarter because we had a lot of guys that you don't normally hear from. That were, you know, contributing. And uh, I think Ardmore is a better team than what we saw last year when we went to Ardmore, Chris, but they still lack a little bit. Their passing game is really, really disconnected. Uh, that's a good way to put it, I would say. And as somebody who coaches wide receivers, would you agree with that, Coach Harris? I would agree. Um, there, The... The
3: passing attack from Ardmore was, was discombobulated. There was, there was. That's some, a big word. I know. I, I'm not even sure if I said it right, honestly.
2: Did but, you have to leave Auburn to learn that word? Well,
3: we learned that. We, yeah. You know. Well, the, there were certainly elements that were discombobulated. <laughs> it, well, it, I would, I would agree with that. Uh, there are passing routes. I'm not exactly sure what the concepts were at, at some cases. A lot of times they're thrown to single receivers. Right. Um, the ball. There were some opportunities where they could have connected, yeah. uh, hit, hit the receivers in the hands. They just didn't make plays. Um, to me, you look at a team like Fairview, come in, it could have gotten bad early. It, it actually was kind of ugly the first quarter. You have a strong leadership team. They take control of the ball game later on. And the better team is always going to find a way to, to win through four quarters. And I think what you saw today was a team that was better, do what they do good, Do what they do best, really, Um, zone running schemes, screens, and it was just it was way too much for our board to handle.
2: Well, one thing I was really impressed with was our offensive line. Yes, we opened up holes that me and Chris Greer riding piggyback could run through. And what a sight that would be. Wouldn't it, though? Uh, who, would be, who would be riding and who would be carrying? That's the question. <laughs> I'm small, so you'd have to carry me, Chris. Probably. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I'm used to it hey, by you now. Carry we, Coach we, Harris, too, you I, know, which we'll put him on there. I'm used to that, too. We I've been carrying him for two years. You know. Well, it's all right, because I did 45 <laughs> before then. I, I give him a hard time, but we have a good time coaching together. Uh, the things that jumped out to me is it seemed like the scheme for Ardmore was lacking. I, I thought you brought up an excellent point, uh, Coach Harris. That you know when you're sending a single guy out in pass routes, it's not that hard to cover that. And the reason you send multiples out is you make it hard for the defense. You know, Fairview didn't throw the ball a lot. They took a couple of shots downfield. They did a lot of stuff out in the flats, but it was enough to keep the defense honest. And that. Coupled with the zone blocking scheme by that offensive line, man, that was just killer. The offensive line showed up and showed out. I, I agree with that, and I think um, for me,
3: Ardmore impressed me at times um, with their with their runnings, partic- particularly their misdirection, their counters, their wildcat. That was impressive. I wish they would have went after that more. They had more success, I think. Um, but again. Just like you said, Chris, the the, the scheme there—not only from the passing, but from the run, the running as well—just um, at, at times was odd to me. Um, I don't think they strung together a good drive. They got momentum, and when they did get momentum,
2: they shot themselves in the foot. We had a, right. a, a fumble, a bad snap, a bad penalty. You know, you you had multiple plays. Whereas early in the first quarter, Fairview had some mishaps which resulted in the only point scored by Ardmore of the night. I mean, you you look at your defense, and when the only points on the scoreboard come from a bad snap going over the quarterback's head into the end zone for a safety, that's impressive. It is. It truly is. And, you know, you, there's a lot of things probably need to be correct. One thing that I was impressed with about Ardmore was their misdirection plays. But their quarterback was key to all of it. And right. By that, I mean, he faked out. He, he faked he me put out. His plays, you know, fake so well that I was watching the fake rather than where the ball was. I'd have to pick it back up, you know. But, uh, that's not going to win you a ball game. It takes, you know, a good quarterback that does that, a good running back that runs hard, and more importantly, an offensive line that gives him a place to run. Well, well, to
3: that point, um, the offense that they were running or Ardmore's running um, is built to be successful. Obviously, on the ground, right? I don't right. think the offensive line is. I, I don't want to say they had the they didn't have the ability to do so. I think Fairview had a lot to do with that. Yeah, um, yeah. But um, I think I don't the Fairview think they got defensive
2: done. scheme. Really gave them a hard time because they stacked that box and dared them to pass. Well, they were they did their home. Too. Yeah, they did their homework. They got penetration on that offensive line and really just grabbed that bull by the horns and wouldn't let it get going. And for the most part, they were disciplined. They played gap
3: defense. Um, they didn't leave an open gap. Occasionally, they did. Um, right, especially up front, the a gap allowed the quarterback to sneak through. But uh, they did play very
2: disciplined, and that and that helped them win this ball game. Well, we're about to hear the Fairview Aggie Marching Band. Um, you know, this band always puts on an amazing show. These guys are so good, and they do such work. They're, they work really, really hard. They've got a competition tomorrow in Aniana. I expect that they're going to do very well. And, uh, man, we just saw a magic trick by the drum major to start things off. Here is the Fairview Aggie Marching Band.
3: <laughs> you saw what I ate.
2: pick the uh,
10: happy 100th player of the game. I'm pretty I'm i, think said I a tickle of mine. i I need a volunteer. How about you? Bye.
2: We're yeah. the yeah. still in it. All right, welcome back to uh, Dafford-Smith Stadium after the marching band just finished up. Man, they do a great job. Pretty much everybody on the home side stayed for the show, guys, and uh, they put on a great one. They always do. So we got to talk about the Happy Homes player of the game. Um, you know, there's so many that we could name. Dad, who would you name? As a player of the game for tonight. Well, there were a lot of guys. uh, Defense, we had number 64 who did his normal game. Right. He hammered a couple, three guys really good. They'll remember it in the morning if they don't remember it right now. I think, but by and large, the one that had the biggest impact on the game. And if you ask him, I'm sure he'll say it wasn't all me. It was my offensive line would be Mr. Jones. You know, he scored. He, He... Played a good game, a very good game. Yeah, 26, Carson Jones. You know, if I could give it to who I'd like to give it to, I'd give it to the entire offensive line. Yeah, I agree. Uh, That offensive line played lights out. They opened up seams. The quarterback wasn't pressured not a single time uh, tonight. But if I had to pick one, just one guy, it would be number 26, Carson Jones. What do you say, Coach? uh he definitely made an impact
3: on me um he he ran the ball well of course um i always know that offensive line is what's opening up the holes for him so he he obviously didn't do it all himself but he played well uh someone that i thought played um pretty good was colt redding i thought he uh, from, from the special team standpoint did phenomenal too yeah, yeah. i agree and, uh,
2: he, he really hammered some of those kickoffs.
3: Kind of kind of undersized out there. Played a little bit at quarterback, but he was shifty. Right. Um, ran hard, so that that impressed me as well. But I do think, as you said, Carson Jones. Um, how many touchdowns did he end up with tonight?
2: I have him down as four. Chris said he thought he had five, uh, three, and York had two. I mean, three to four, regardless, is still pretty good. Yeah. It, it is, and, you know, the player of the week, you know, player of the game for the game, brought to you by Happy Homes Real Estate. We're gonna, we're gonna all agree that it's Carson Jones, number twenty six, the junior. And uh, again, man, great game, great team game by the Aggies. I'm so happy for the win. Yo, you've been listening to the Fairview Aggie Network here on Live ninety five, and uh, we're getting ready to close out. We will be back okay. live next week. When it comes time for uh, us to play Brewer, and uh, thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you, and good night. Final score here at Dafford-Smith, 35-2. to You've been listening to Christopher Greer, Joseph Greer, and Corey Harris. Have a great night, guys, and we love you guys. Good night. Hey, Coleman
9: drivers. Are you tired of the hassle and confusion when it comes to buying a car? Well, we've got fantastic news for you. Meet Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet in Coleman, your go to guy for a no nonsense car buying experience. Hey, folks, Adam here. You know, buying
0: a car shouldn't be stressful. That's why Mitch Smith Chevrolet.